Our friends over at Rough Greens, whether your dog is an old codger who likes to nap on the front porch or a young puppy who's cons- uh, consistently getting under your feet and tripping you and almost causing catastrophic uh, injury. Uh, if you have either one of those, it doesn't matter. You still love that dog. You want to keep them give, having a great, healthy life. You want to be feeding them all of the best things that you can, you know, because caring for your dog is a big responsibility. And a big part of that is making sure that what he eats is actually promoting good health. Kibble dog food is sterilized. It's dead food. Your dog isn't getting his nutritional needs. uh, And that's kind of on you, right? Unfortunately, that's our responsibility. So what do you do? Rough Greens. Rough Greens isn't a dog food, but it's a supplement that you sprinkle on top of the dog food. It was created by naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black, and it's full of vitamins, minerals, probiotics, antioxidants. You name it. If it's healthy for your dog, it's probably in Rough Greens. So go to roughgreens.com, roughgreens.com slash Beck, or call 833-GLEN-33, 833-GLENN-33 for Rough Greens. This is the Glenn Beck Program. <coughs> Hello. Uh, Pat and Stu for Glenn today. His voice still reeling a bit. Uh, there's a second letter from Osama bin Laden that is moving Americans. Um, it's maybe even the one that actually went viral. I think they both sure. got spread around a little yeah. bit, but this is the other one. We okay. talked about one of them yesterday. This is the we good go one, though, the other right? One. This oh, is yeah. the really profound one that's really going to convince the rest of us now. This is more of like, it's like the Joshua Tree, uh, as opposed to like Actung Baby. Okay. You know what I mean? It's earlier work, uh, but it's still quite, a, it's just as good, just as good. Uh, we'll get to that in one minute. Who you do business with says a lot about who uh, who you are and you know how you deal with the world, and it's just one reason why the parallel economy that we've been building is so incredibly important. So when it comes to your mobile carrier, let me ask you: Are you with the right company for you? Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative mobile company. They offer dependable nationwide coverage, so you can access any of the three major networks that you know everyone's on. But you don't have to worry that part of your bill is going to fund leftist causes. Patriot Mobile's mission statement is to passionately defend our God-given constitutional rights and freedoms and to glorify God always. That's not the typical mission statement of a company. These are people you want to do business with. Send a message that you believe in support, free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, the Second Amendment, and our military veterans and first responders. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or call 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation when you use the offer code Beck. You can join and make the switch today. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Beck, PatriotMobile.com slash Beck, or call them 972-PATRIOT. Okay, well, um, some people have been really impressed with the writings of Osama bin Laden. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, really some moving reasons for killing 3,000 innocent Americans. Just 
this will probably change your mind. Yeah. You know, you might think, hey, terrorism, that's not what I thought it was, as one woman told us yesterday. You know, it changed her, her, her mind completely on terrorism. It's not that they just woke up one day and hated us. Yeah. No, I, they had other reasons. They had other reasons. They sure did. And yeah. it, it, there's a lot of reasons that would justify murdering uh, two-year-olds. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you know, for for political reasons, of course, there's tons of causes that that rise to that level of justification. But you know, Osama really laid them out in mm-hmm. in multiple mm-hmm. letters. We don't happen to have that TikTok video from yesterday. Maybe we should give a little bit of of a reminder of the morons yeah. that we're dealing with. This is literally was it went viral. Uh, we've now seen there's an update to the story where uh, Jewish celebrities and influencers on TikTok have apparently gone to TikTok and are like, hey, guys, what the hell is going on here? Like, we're using your service Mm. and you're letting this stuff go viral? That's kind of a problem for us. Um, They're trying to move TikTok, which, again, is the Chinese Communist Party. Uh, So it's I don't know how movable they're going to be on this, but they are trying to portray themselves as a separate company. So maybe they'll have some influence here. Um, But just a reminder of where America is in 2023. This morning, I read Letter to America, which is Osama bin Laden's letter to America explaining why he attacked Americans. And I am ashamed to say that I not only have never read this letter, but I didn't even know this letter existed. Wow, it's you really wild. Top of the news. And everyone should read it. If yeah. you haven't read it read yet, it. Yeah. read Stop it. Stop for a second. How- Maybe if you're a person who's never heard of Osama bin Laden's justification for the 9-11 attacks, maybe you shouldn't be commenting on it online at all. Like if 2023 is day one for you in mm-hmm. the story, yeah. maybe take a year of study before you start blabbing about it on TikTok. I, I, yeah. And I will also note, you, you look at this video and you look behind her, what looks to be, a, appears to be about a 4,000 square foot house. I mean, just, just eyeballing it. Like mm-hmm. a really nice yeah. American home that mm. is a symbol mm. kind of of all of the things that Osama bin Laden is criticizing, right? Like he goes, you know, in his horrible, idiotic criticism, he does not like capitalism. He does not like capital at all. He does not like usury. Do you think there's a mortgage on that 4,000 square foot house? Because if Probably. so, mm-hmm. she Probably. is in the crosshairs of Osama bin Laden. Yeah. Well, I think you're going to find several of these people <laughs> yes. would be in the crosshairs really? of Osama bin Laden. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Let's let's watch more. Read it. However, be forewarned that this has left me very disillusioned. And I feel the same exact way I felt when I was deconstructing Christianity. Oh, I feel, God. It's so perfect. Uh, it's so perfect, Pat. Just confused. Like I have entered into another timeline. Okay, what stop is- again. Because this is. <laughs> we're never going to get She deconstructed this. Christianity. Yeah, no, she's responsible yeah. for that. Now, yeah. Christianity la- lasted how many years, Pat? Well, over two, about 2,000. Just a couple thousand. Yeah. But she, on but TikTok, she, she figured it. it out. And, like, she remembers that point in her life. It's like when she started the deconstruction of Christianity, and then she <laughs> nailed that and moved over to deconstructing capitalism in America. Uh-huh. Uh, it, it's so perfect. Like, this fake intellectual nonsense that happens mm-hmm. on these social media channels, it's so embarrassing and the fact that people put their faces to this stuff is it's really amazing. what's incredible. Like, I, mm-hmm. I, this is so, she's like embarrassed that she's never heard of the Osama bin Laden letter because it's so convincing. 
But like, that's not what you should be embarrassed about. No. Like, there's a lot of other things you should be embarrassed <laughs> about, dear. Uh, this one, it's not really the top of your list. No. All right. Shouldn't let's, be. Let's go with a few more of these. I, honestly, we could we could do the whole show just on this video. We mm-hmm. did already hit it yesterday, but let me give you a couple more. And yeah, so go read it. Go read it. So I just read a letter to America. Again, fake pensive. And. Mm. I will never look at life the same. I will never. How many times did she cut this? This is not the first attempt at this. No. I will never. Please. Please. Read it. And if you have read it, let me know if you are also going through an existential crisis. I'm I'm not. I have read it. I'm not. You're not. I'm not. Well, did you let her know? She doesn't know. I haven't let her know. You didn't let her know. She asked you to let her know. I know. Dang it. I need to do that. I need to get on that. You need to get on that as soon as possible. Start a TikTok account. Make sure you communicate with her and let her know that it did not cause an existential crisis. I've never visited TikTok in my life. Uh, so this mm. will be a first. Yes. When I go Good there for you, and let way. her know. Um, I also do not have an account and do not visit TikTok. Yeah. But what I, you know why it's because it's run by the Chinese Communist Party. That's why. So it wouldn't yeah. be something that would make sense for me to really uh, use for information. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, think about what she's saying there. Boilerplate anti-Semitism and anti-capitalist critiques have changed my whole worldview. Yeah. Like, this is like, if you don't know these arguments, they're all bad arguments by Osama bin Laden, obviously. But if you don't know what they are, Mm -hmm. you've never thought about this issue in your life. So maybe you shouldn't be on mm-hmm. TikTok blabbing about how fascinating it is because you obviously don't know the other side of the issue either, <laughs> right? Like if mm-hmm. if it's your, you know, like uh, I am. You know, there's that thing that goes around the internet. I am to, uh, on uh, today years old. Basically, I discovered this new fact today. Like if you're today years old when you figured out the really bad anti-Semitic uh, arguments of Islamic extremists, like maybe you're like, you shouldn't be commenting yeah, on this. For instance, that the creation and continuation of Israel mm. is one of the world's greatest crimes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, should we go through some of this? Cause yeah, we should. I, 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 should we, we can... finish that? Or did you, let's just you go ahead more? and get... Yeah, you I, want, want I want a little bit well, more. Well, you're already on the hook for yeah. letting her know about this. The more we watch, the more tasks <laughs> you may have today. I mean, it is a Friday. Yeah, yeah it could be a busy day. Okay, it's so good. you're into it. Let's let's hear a little bit more. And actually, before you even read the letter, I did want to mention... This guy, In yeah. reading the letter, I Love can it. only think of this tweet that I saw the mm-hmm. other day. Under settler colonialism, any kind of resistance is branded as terrorist because the only acceptable violence is violence by the occupier. Like mm. here is the, the a third grade point. You can stop yeah. it. Here's a third grade point about this very important issue, and I'm so fa- like overly won over by it. I guess previously I was in kindergarten on this story. Like these are not. He's not making amazing art like arguments that you've never heard before. He's not breaking any new ground in any of this material. Like this is just no. boilerplate nonsense from an Islamic extremist. Yeah. This is you could hear this if you've ever looked at the story in your entire life you would know all this stuff. And again, th- you pointed this out yesterday. This particular uh, gentleman may have some problems uh, in Osama bin Laden's world. Very well may. You know, who knows? Like, decapitation uh, would be one problem thrown off the top of a high-rise building might be another problem look you would have you know uh gravity always wins pat and so it, who, it you does know, that's the it does mm-hmm. but a lot of times they test it on on people 
uh, that they don't like yes. over there. Some of their views, maybe not shared by some of the Islamic extremists <laughs> Just, in the Middle East. It's unbelievable, really. Incredible. Learn, again, learn one thing about this issue. But, and, learn one. Yeah, right. Like, your founda- if your foundation is shaken by these generic arguments on islam from an islamic extremist then you didn't have a foundation yeah like you just have never looked into this at all and and you are going through what i like to call the law and order um uh process and this happens to me if you've ever watched an episode of law and order you know that you hear the first lawyer talk and you're like, oh my gosh, this guy totally did it. He's totally guilty. And then the defense comes out and makes the argument. You're like, oh my gosh, th- this guy's been falsely accused. And you just go back and forth for an hour. And then it says Dick Wolf on the screen. That's the law. That's how a Law and Order episode goes. Mm-hmm. This These people go through this because they have nothing. They have no foundation. They have no connection, yeah. as we saw with the first lady. She's already dis- deconstructed Christianity. So she has no higher power she can look to for guidance. And you get to this point where you're just whimsically going through from TikTok post to TikTok post and being moved through to your core. That's not like even in the best case scenario for TikTok, it's supposed to show you like decorate decorating advice and, and, and funny lip sync videos. It's not supposed mm-hmm. to move you to your core. Yeah. <laughs> They're idiotic yeah. five second videos from the Chinese Communist Party. <laughs> Of course, to be clear, the Chinese Communist Party does very much know that it moves people to its core, and that's how it utilizes it, which is an interesting argument as to whether you or your kids should be on it. But that's a wholly yeah. different argument. Um, let's go back to a little bit. One, one more? You want one more? Pat? All right. One, All right, one more. Might as well finish we'll it. Yeah. So this is f***ing insane. I just read Osama bin Laden's letter to America, which I will be going through right here. But oh my gosh, I can't wait. it's actually so mind to me that terrorism has been sold as this idea to the american people and honestly just so many western inhabitants within certain nations that this group of people this random group of people just suddenly wakes up one day and just hates you just wants you dead wants you gone and this is all because they believe that they're better than like that is the root of terrorism it doesn't make sense they just hate your nation but reading this letter it becomes apparent to me that the actions of 9-11 and those acts committed against the USA and its people uh-huh. were all just the buildup of our government failing other nations. The way this letter uh. is going viral right now is giving me the greatest sense of relief. If you're Muslim and you've lived in the U.S. since 9-11, you know more truth than the typical citizen. Now it's all coming to light because what? of Palestine. So stupid. Uh, and you look at her again, like a relatively pretty young lady mm-hmm. who would absolutely be imprisoned you know in for violating the standards of islamic code right where where's her burqa where's the burqa what's your hijab what are you doing on tiktok when i can see your nose and your mouth yeah and your ears and your hair pat how dare you show your hair her ears and her hair at the same time do you know what her hair could be doing to men right now (laughs) so ridiculous it's it's Asinine. Uh, so let's go through some of the Osama bin Laden. This is the original. This is like, you know, you know, Taylor Swift just released new albums of her original songs that sound just like the originals. Yeah. There's Taylor's version. Yeah. This is the first one. This is like the original one, the original release. This the is one Osama's we read yesterday version? was Taylor. No, the one we read yesterday was Osama's version. Oh. The one we're going to read today, oh, today is the original. the original. 
Both okay. of them have sort of gone viral, but we figured we'd give you a piece of the other one uh, back in just a second. If you're a person who's living with lots of pain in your life, wouldn't you really love to be free of it? Most of the time, the pain that we've experienced is caused by inflammation in the body or idiots on TikTok. Uh, but I don't know if Relief Factor does anything for idiots on TikTok, but I would give it a shot at this point after watching that video. Uh, maybe it's time to try something new for your pain, something that's helped a ton of people, including our own Mr. Glenn Beck. It's called Relief Factor, and it is a daily supplement that helps your body fight the pain that is you know, growing because of your inflammation. It's 100% drug-free. It was developed by doctors to help reduce or eliminate pain. Over a million people have tried Relief Factor's Quick Start Kit, and 70% of them have gone on to order it again. It's working for them. Maybe it'll work for you as well. Give it a shot. See how Relief Factor can help you with their three-week three quick start kit. It's only $19.95. It comes with Relief Factor's feel, feel Better or Your Money Back guarantee. So why not give it a try? Visit relieffactor.com or call 1-800-4-RELIEF. It's 1-800-4-RELIEF. When you feel the difference, you know it works with relieffactor.com. 10 seconds, station ID. So Osama bin Laden wrote two letters to America. One discovered in his cave hut um, later on, but the first one was written in 2002. And he says, why are we fighting you? Why are we fighting and opposing you? The answer is very simple. Because you attacked us. We started it, Pat. And mm. you continue mm -hmm. to attack us. You attacked us in Palestine. Uh, goes on to talk about what the problem is. And the attack is not like, oh, you guys bombed us, so we decided to do 9-11. No, it's deeper than that. Palestine, which has sunk under military occupation for more than 80 years, the British handed over Palestine with your help and your support, meaning us, the Americans. We handed it over to the Jews who have occupied it for more than 50 years. Years overflowing with oppression, tyranny, crimes, killing, expulsion, destruction, and devastation. And here's the key thing. Yes, you will hear people say, oh, I just want a two-state solution. That'll be great. Here is the critique that won over all of these people on TikTok. The creation and continuation of Israel is one of the greatest crimes and you america are the leaders of it of its criminals and of course there is no need to explain and prove the degree of american support for israel the creation of israel is a crime which must be erased mm. again oh, oh oh it's it's enlightened me it's really woken me up yeah they didn't just wake up one day and say they hated us no, they, no, they hated him from the start. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Yeah. Uh, each and every person whose hands have become polluted in the contribution Bro. towards this crime must pay its price and pay for it heavily. It brings us both laughter and tears to see that you have not yet tired of repeating your fabricated lies that the Jews have a historical right to Palestine, and it was promised to them in the Torah. Anyone who disputes with them on this alleged fact is accused of anti-Semitism. This is one of the most fallacious, widely circulated fabrications in history. The people of Palestine are pure Arabs and original Semites. 
<laughs> it is the Muslims who are the inheritor of inheritors of Moses, peace be upon him, and the inheritors of the real Torah that has not been changed. Again, this is a letter from Osama bin Laden. By the way, a lot of people have decided not to read this to you. They've taken it off their website. A lot of media uh, have said, uh, we're not going to tell you what's in the letter. I, I disagree with that. This is a letter from 2002. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, an, it's an important historical document as it relates to the motivations against the greatest terrorist attack in our nation's history. And you should know what it says. All these idiots on TikTok should also know what it says. They just shouldn't be agreeing with it. Um, The blood pouring out of Palestine must be equally revenged. You must know that the Palestinians do not cry alone. Their women are not widowed alone. Their sons are not orphaned alone. It is commanded by our religion and intellect that the oppressed have a right to return the aggression. Do not await anything from us but jihad, resistance and revenge. Is it in any way rational to expect that after America has attacked us for more than half a century that we will uh, then leave her to her security and peace? Mm. You are the nation that permits usury. Again, like, guys, they're talking about your mortgage. They're talking about your mm-hmm. credit cards. This is These are people who want to kill you because you borrowed at 3% for your home in the cul-de-sac. Okay? <laughs> this has been forbidden by all the religions, according to Osama. Yet you build your economy and investments on usury. As a result of this, in all of its different forms and guises, the Jews have taken control of your economy. (laughs) Again, boilerplate Mm anti-Semitism. Through which they have taken all control of your media. Have you ever heard? Jews control the media. Well, I got news for you. That won over lots of Americans on TikTok. They heard that and they couldn't believe it. Wow, Jews control the media. I'm totally won over. Oh, Jews control the economy? Wow, what a great argument. I mean, boring level anti-Semitism. Not even new anti-Semitism. Old school, going back to Nazi Germany level anti-Semitism. Um, through which they have taken control of your media and now all aspects of your life, making you their servants and achieving their aims at your expense, precisely what Benjamin Franklin warned you against. Now, Pat, you're a historian when it comes to our founders. Do you remember when Ben Franklin made that big speech about how the Jews were in control of the media and our economy? Yeah, and usury was evil and you need to be killed. Really? If you've uh, if you borrowed money from somebody. I miss yeah, that. Yeah, remember that? Yeah, he's my. I, I consider yeah. him my favorite founding father. It's odd. Huh. That he, I don't remember that, was that one of his part main of it at all. Stu. I remember him being, uh, you know, uh, an abolitionist. Yes, uh, that I that I really yeah, like about him. Was that. There's a lot of that, um, <laughs> but he's an inventor, an incredible person, uh, but also, I guess, was super against mortgages. <laughs> I don't really recall quite. Yeah, as, as, I don't as actually much. either. Uh, we should come back to this because there's one yeah. important point we haven't hit yet, and I think it's maybe the most important point. No one's talking about this when it comes to this whole TikTok. Osama Bin Laden thing going viral. We need to hit that, and we'll bring it to you here in just a sec. The Glenn Beck Program. Pretty much everything my pillow touches turns to gold. They've cornered the market on making your sleep experience the best it's ever been, and they've branched out in all sorts of other areas, like towels, for exi- for instance. When you go to the store and buy towels, what do you get? Towels that feel soft when you touch them, but absorb practically nothing when you get them home. I hate that. I hate that. When you get those towels that are like that, you, 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 it doesn't even dry the stuff off of you. That's the whole point of a towel. Well, why bother with a store when my pillow is announcing two brand new lines of my towels for you to try? They're made with amazing ring spun cotton, which makes them incredibly absorbent and soft. You can get a six piece set for an amazing introductory uh, sale price as low as twenty nine ninety eight If you use the promo code BECK, 
You can get the Designer Premium line for just 20 bucks more. No matter what set you desi- uh, decide on, it's 50 bucks or 50% in savings, which is fantastic. These towels actually work, which is a crazy concept these days. To find this offer, go to MyPillow.com, click on the Radio Listener Special Square, check out the new My Towel six-piece towel sets, and get 50% in savings. Remember, the promo code is BECK, or you can call them, 800-966-3117, 800-966-3117, for this special and many more from MyPillow.com. And don't forget to use the promo code GLEN for $20 off your subscription at BlazeTV.com. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn today. Uh, we've been going over this Osama bin Laden letter I, I, a little bit today because um, more has been discovered uh, or is circulating. There was uh, now the second letter is what we were talking about yesterday, right? This mm-hmm. is the first. The, this is the original. The original. Osama bin Laden letter. Mm-hmm. And uh, the response to people is incredible. So many uh, millennials on TikTok um are just all over it they just this changed their mind it changed their world it completely uh reorganized their thoughts on terrorism yeah and the whole really mm. structure of the globe of yeah. humanity as a whole mm-hmm. it was an earth-shaking foundational experience for these people and then you read it and you're like, this, this thing where they just say Jews mm-hmm. control the media and the economy, like that's your big, wow, I'm, my eyes are open. And the establishment of Israel was a crime. Right. Oh, yeah. Hmm. So there shouldn't be any All Israel right. from the river to the sea, huh? Right. But that just means they, uh, I actually saw someone at one point, you know, people were saying, well, from the river to the sea means they want to, you know, eliminate all the Jews. They want to kill all the Jews. And someone said, actually, come on. All they want to do is make them all move. Oh. Oh. Oh, okay. that's, that's okay. I guess uh, that's, that sounds wonderful then. Yeah. They just, they just have to leave their homeland. I mean, what, huh. come on. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have, why even be disturbed in the slightest? <laughs> um, but we went through this letter, and I think this is maybe the most important thing. And nobody's discussing this when it comes to uh, this letter from Osama bin Laden and all these TikTok people are going on because it makes a lot of sense to say, okay, number one, these people are really stupid to be won over by this. It's really disturbing. It's a mm-hmm. failure of our education system where that they did not, you know, know about this and certainly have some sort of sensible foundation to fight back against it when they read it. Like there's none of that. And that's all true. But I think the single most important point here is that this letter from Osama bin Laden in 2002 is 3,840 words. And there is no freaking way any of them actually read it. I did read it. And I will tell you this. And of course, we read it back in the day as well, in 2002, when it came out, or whenever it came out. But I went through it. It's, it's like bullet points, uh, subsections. There's no way any of these idiots even know 3,840 words, let alone read them from Osama bin Laden. There's, There's no, no way. chance of it. It's long. It's kind of written in that like peace be upon him sort of uh, jolting form. It, there's no way any of them got through it. Maybe they saw a quote about the Jews that they thought was wonderful. So they decided to agree with it. So it's, it shouldn't make you feel any better that they actually didn't read it. But 
These people have not read 3,840 words in the previous decade, let alone before they posted that TikTok. (laughs) There is no, they're all too stupid to get through a letter of that length. So if there's anything that might comfort you, they probably didn't actually agree with the words of Osama bin Laden because they don't know what they are. All they know is the general tone of every left-wing post because you could read pieces of this and his 2009 letter that sound an awful lot like a speech that could come out of any member of the squad's mouth. Mm-hmm. And so there is a ridiculous left-wing nonsensical view that is echoed by Osama bin Laden in these posts that they agree with, but there's no way they actually read the letter. So at least you have that. They're way too dumb to have actually read <laughs> the letter. But... We can go and look at how deep this goes, because while in America, uh, you know, uh, this is relative, I feel like at least the people I bump into relatively an uncommon belief that you love Osama bin Laden's uh, stances. But if you go back and look at the Palestinian people, remember the ones that we are told all the time that are just innocent victims of all of this. And there are, of course, some innocent victims of all of this. That is absolutely true. However, the number of people that you'd put in that category, I I don't know what it would be, but let me give you this recent poll. This just came out. These are polls of Palestinians in Gaza and the West Bank. How uh, How many people in the Palestinian territories support the massacre of October 7th? That's not saying they oppose israel and their efforts in gaza mm-hmm. this is not saying okay hey you know we think they are too tough on us or we want a two-state solution or any of that this is do you support the 1400 people and 3500 people who were injured 1400 people murdered raped decapitated all those terrible things you know all of the gory details do you support that massacre and surprisingly some Palestinians do. You'd think what? Yeah, five percent would be Maybe a lot. Ten would be a ten really would be high really number. high. Seventy-five percent. That's three quarters of the Palestinians support the ten-seven massacre. Seventy-six mm. percent have a favorable view of Hamas. Seventy-six. Seventy-six percent. Yeah, but they love America, though, right? They they appreciate the they appreciate the billions that we've provided to them over uh, the years. They probably do. They, they do appreciate that. Like when we give them lots of money and then for water piping, and then they dig up the water pipes and turn them into rockets. Yeah, you know they yeah, yeah, they appreciate they like that. that of yeah, course, they do right? like that. Hey, maybe not. Ninety-eight point two percent have a negative view of America. <laughs> but just ninety-eight point two. That's not a hundred. Yeah. It's not 100. Not 100. So there's 1.8% of the population. <laughs> now, look, they don't. It's, you can be an innocent civilian without having a favorable view of America. Clearly. Like, you could, you might think that we suck. Yeah, you might think that, right. you know, you just don't like Taylor Swift and, G, and Travis Kelsey being together, and mm-hmm. you're opposed to it, and you're going to have a negative view of America because of it. I don't know what the reasoning is. It could be anything. And you could be it's an innocent It's probably victim. the Taylor Swift-Travis Kelsey thing. It Pro- probably is. Probably that. is. That's probably what I was is. trying to watch my NFL mm-hmm. game. I, we had a Chiefs-Eagles <laughs> game on Monday night this week. Can you imagine how oh, much geez. Taylor Swift coverage you're going to get in that game? Oh, and you, you want to talk about wanting to start a jihad. Just picture mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. As a Philadelphia Eagles fan who just wants to watch football, mm-hmm. having to deal with constant uh, Taylor Swift talk throughout that game, I- I'm going to mm-hmm. lose my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
And how many times in the stadium are they going to play Shake It Off? Oh, my God. And then people are going to get up and dance to it and be pictured on the big screen. It's going to be It's It's going to be a Okay, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough for all of us. Yeah. It's been a tough few months. Mm -hmm. This is going to be the worst day of all of it. All the terrible (laughs) things that have happened, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, in America over the past couple years. Yeah. You know what? This night is going to be one of the roughest ones. But that's separate (laughs) from the Palestinian poll question. Because you can hate America and still be an innocent civilian. I, I mean, do you put innocent civilian around a person who says they support the 10-7 massacre? I personally don't. I don't know how you put... I don't Especially know what if that you means. also voted for Hamas. If you voted you know? for Hamas and put them in power mm-hmm. and support their actions, because I think, again, you could be someone who supported Hamas initially and you thought, you know, gosh, they made so many great points about tort reform and then they did all of this and so i don't know why you voted for hamas maybe yeah. you turned on them in the in the chain in the i think that was one interim. of their main platforms though was tort, <laughs> tort reform. reform yeah really? yeah it's weird but that was one of their big deals wow. people loved their tort reform policies okay so that's loved them. it could be that loved them. And, and they have not followed through on their tort reform no. policies from what i understand and yet it hasn't angered too many of the people no in fact more so. people even support Hamas then support the the October seventh attack, but I mean, if you were one of these people who supported them initially, maybe you even voted for them, and then you wow, I just saw what they did. They've just all they've done is taken all the humanitarian aid and build tunnels for themselves to protect themselves from rockets from Israel. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe you might have turned on them, and I guess you'd certainly be an innocent victim there. I think that's plausible, but there's not a. I mean, it's it's not a lot. There's not a lot, Pat. No, I, I like these not. numbers to be more comforting. Uh huh. And, you know, we continually hear from from Biden and the rest of the administration, uh, they don't represent the Palestinian people. No, they do exactly that. Directly. They do exactly that. They represent the Palestinian people. Why? Because the Palestinian people elected them to do this. Mm-hmm. And, and they now still support, support the it. action, right? They support it. Yeah. And imagine that, too. Like, you. I'm not saying life in Gaza was a picnic. It never, I mean, it was never a great area. I and mean, when you have Hamas as your government, it's not going to be a good area. And obviously, there was all sorts of things going on between Israel and Gaza that weren't ideal, right? When you are when you have people from your community firing rockets at Israel, they're going to respond. This has been mm-hmm. going on for a very long time. And it would make life a tad bit unpleasant, which would make you think the approval rating of Hamas wouldn't be 76%. Yeah. You'd think it'd be right? a lot lower than that. Because this isn't the first time it's happened, obviously. Yeah. and uh, It's and, happened multiple times. And there was relative calm when it comes to October 6th. Yeah. And Hamas decided to do this, and they are responsible for everything that happens in response here. Mm-hmm. And yet they still hold a 76% approval rating. I don't know how you get over that. I don't know. Like, when you look at that poll, Pat, Outside of divine intervention, what is the policy, the approach that saves that society? Yeah, I, I, I don't know that there is one. I don't know. Can't conceive of it, really. Um, I don't know either. They talk about the two-state solution all the time. They don't um, want it. And Biden just talked about the two-state solution yesterday. They don't want it. That, that's not the goal here for Hamas and for the Palestinians. That's not their goal. They don't want a two-state solution. They never have. And you know how I know that? Because they were offered a two-state solution in the very beginning, and they said no to it. Uh, and they've been offered it over and over and over, over again. Over and over and again. And they said no. Yeah. 
They don't want that. I mean, that started in 1947, which prompted the 1948 war, which led to the 1956 war, and then again in the 67 Six-Day War, and then 1973, 1981, all through the 90s, into the 2000s, clear up to 2014, and now, I mean, over and over and over and over, there have been the chances for them to have a two-state solution. They don't want it. They don't want that. That's not, not the about. key here. Read the words of Osama bin Laden in the letter. The creation of Israel was a crime. Yeah. It needs to it's be It's one of the biggest crimes erased. in humanity. Yeah. Um, by the way, Pat, just to get, dive down into these uh, polls a little bit more, we didn't note that 75% of, uh, um, oppose or uh, supported the October 7th attacks. Mm-hmm. And you might think, okay, well, 75, 25, eh, not really, because 11% or excuse me, uh, yeah, 11% said they neither supported or opposed. Oh so they were kind of neutral. Oh my gosh. Oh. So you're either in favor or neutral. That's 86%. 86% of the Palestinians. 13% said they were opposed to the attacks. So 13%. does that make you, I, wow. I mean, again, you can, wow. all, you can blab all you want about a two-state solution, but like a society that believes that, and, and to be fair, right, it's not like they have open access to information, right? Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. How much do you blame the everyday North Korean for not really understanding the dynamics of the world? I, I mean, mm, not that yeah. much. I mean, these people are legitimately oppressed by Hamas and other terrible human beings. But I, I just, maybe I'm just being pessimistic, but I don't know how you turn this around with numbers either. like this. Yeah, I know. It's a long-term process, and I don't know that anybody outside of, uh, of God can do it. You need divine intervention to be able to change a society like this. And I don't know. I don't know how you do it. 89% support the Al-Qasim brigades. This is the military wing of Hamas. 89%? Jeez. I don't, what do you do? Like, like the, the, really, the, look at that. It's 76% for Hamas, 89% for the military wing. They're like, the military wing we like. It's just that they're not governing that well with the water pipes, I guess. I don't know what... Yeah. Like they're more disappointed in their local leadership. Too many potholes, Pat. But we love that they're massacring Jews all the time. I mean, if that's your opinion, I don't know. I don't know how you save the situation. I don't know. Triple eight, uh, seven two seven B E C K. More Pat and Stu for Glenn coming up. We were just talking about this. Miracles can happen. Sometimes you need a miracle uh, for good things to happen. But every single day, miracles that seem might might seem small or might seem big. Uh, occur and a lot of them happen with the ministry of preborn they're helping to re- rescue 200 babies from being aborted and, and look 200 babies living when they could have easily been killed you tell me that's not a miracle preborn offers ultrasounds that are free so that expecting mothers get to meet their unborn child and hear his or her little heart beating and that changes them and that's not all they also offer those mothers help when they need Uh, all sorts of support after they've chosen life. A two-year level of support from Preborn. $28 donation, just the price of an ultrasound, could make the difference between life and death. So why not act today? If you have the means, would you consider a leadership gift to save babies in a big way? This is a lot. But your tax-deductible donation of $5,000 will sponsor Preborn's entire network for 24 hours, helping to rescue 200 babies. If you can do that, it's incredible. Even if you can't, if you can only do $28 or $1, please donate. Pound 250, say the keyword baby. It's pound 250, the keyword is baby, or donate securely at preborn.com slash Beck. Preborn has a 100% charity rating, so you can give with confidence. It's preborn.com slash Beck, sponsored by Preborn. 
Glenn Beck. When you go to buy clothing, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Is it, I don't know, the price of the stuff that you're wearing? Maybe it's the brand name. Maybe it's just the look. Maybe it's the durability. How long is the clothing going to last once you start wearing it? Well, have you ever thought about where it's made? Not normally, probably, but the good news is if you answer really yes to any of those questions, American Giant is made for you. This is an American company making American products. And in addition to that, they're supporting some great causes right now. American Giant is supporting Rescue 22, the nonprofit company that matches rescue dogs with veterans who have service-related disabilities. They custom train each dog to, mass, uh, to match the need of each veteran. And American Giant has created a limited edition classic full zip, their really cool, awesome American uh, hoodie. And all profits uh, from that go to uh, fund dogs for veterans who need one. This is just one example of how American Giant is spreading goodness to communities all over the country. And this week, they are increasing their military discount to 25%. All active duty reservists, National Guard, veterans, military family members receive a 25% discount with American Giant. They're a great company, great people behind this. They create jobs for Americans, make clothing that you will love, made in America, and they're helping Rescue 22. It's a great, great program. Go to American-Giant.com slash Glenn. American-Giant.com slash Glenn. You'll love it. It's American Giant. We are just talking about the big Chiefs-Eagles matchup on Monday night, and, and, and we'll get into more, of the, I'm sure, of the Taylor Swift. We're going to go deep into the Taylor Swift story <laughs> here coming up any minute now. So just Deep. Wait. We're going to do a deep dive into it. But there was an interesting story from uh, football uh, over the past 24 hours. The Philadelphia Eagles have released one of their f- first-round picks. And you never want to release one of your first-round picks. It means you probably missed on the guy. Yeah. Uh, and it, it really, you know, it, it means something bad happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one's true. His name is uh, Bernard Williams, and uh, he was released by the Eagles. He was their first-round pick in 1994. So <laughs> 1994? Yeah. Like almost 30 years ago, yeah. 1994? <laughs> that 1994. Not a separate 1994. Not an alternate You're not talking about last year's 1994. This is from oh. 29 full years ago. And you might think, well, why Has was he, been he on the roster? All this time? I don't remember him doing such a great job in last week's game. Um, what happened, it's a bizarre story. He... He was drafted in the first Weird. round. Uh, you know, the a typical horrible at the from that era in particular. There were several really bad misses by the Eagles uh, in mm. the first round. And they, so he was the four, I think the fourteenth pick overall, and he wound up getting some sort of marijuana issue, got mm. suspended, went on the commissioner's suspended list, applied for reinstatement, and then like you know just like Office Space the movie, no one really did anything about the transaction, and he just apparently was hanging on the roster for 30 years, and no one really realized it. He wasn't getting That's paid crazy. or anything, but he was wow. on the roster. So today, or just the past 24 hours, they've released him after a 30-year so career in they, the NFL. Yeah, they, <laughs> but he didn't play a lot of snaps for the. No, he actually like, after he got suspended, he never played another snap again in the league. Never wow. got. Never again. Wow. Which is like a sad story in a lot of ways, but unfortunately, we've lost him. No, oh, no. The Glenn Beck program. You know, cleaning your guns is every bit as important as having them in the first place. Kind of important uh, part of that process. If you've ever done it, you know it can be a messy job, and the gun doesn't always get as clean as you'd like it to be. 
You got the standard patches, which don't make good contact with the inside of the barrel. You've got things like a boar snake, which are woven nylon ropes that don't do a great job either. I want to tell you about a different way to clean your guns, a better way. It's called Barrel Buddy. It's a 3D cylinder made of polymers that don't leave behind residual particles. No mess, no mess, no mess. Believe me, my wife, anytime, there's always a mess. Little things. She would like the Barrel Buddy. Uh, no matter what's going on with your gun, you got to get it clean, and you don't want to make a mess around your house or wherever you're cleaning your, your gun. Uh, the best part, of course, Barrel Buddy is made entirely in the United States by a company that shares your values. And in this parallel economy that we are building, those are some pretty major points in its favor. If you're serious about taking good care of your guns, Barrel Buddy is the way to go. BarrelBuddy.com. BarrelBuddy.com. Check it out now. It's BarrelBuddy.com. Coming back with more of the radio show here in just a second. The standoff at the border is heating up between Texas Governor Greg Abbott and the federal government. Politicians will never let a crisis go to waste. We have been invaded. The crisis is being used by Republicans as a photo op by the Democrats to expand their voting base. More than 85% of everybody reaching the border is coming in. That's the definition of an open border. Just down the road, you can get in no problem, no Humvees, no farm carts. What people don't realize is there's a way around everything. The Blaze Originals team traveled to the Texas border, ground zero of the most controversial news story of 2024. With some experts estimating over 4 million border crossings in 2023 alone, we embedded with the Take Our Border Back convoy to investigate. What if the entire narrative you thought you knew was a lie? Go watch the real story of Texas versus the feds and how the elites use the border crisis against us by visiting realbordercrisis.com and use code TEXAS for $30 off an annual subscription to Blaze TV. Some brilliance from President Joe Biden yesterday. Uh, we will share some of that. Um, and what he says is is necessary to get peace in the Middle East. Uh, we'll get into that coming up in one minute. Most of the time, the pain that we live with, especially as we get a little older, comes from inflammation in our joints. It can start out small, slowly build over time, or sometimes it can just come on suddenly and be something that we have to deal with from then onward. Millions and millions of Americans deal with pain each and every day. If you're one of them, have you thought, like, maybe I've tried everything? Well, there is another way. It's called Relief Factor, and it is a daily supplement that helps your body fight the pain. It's 100% drug-free. It was developed by doctors to help reduce or eliminate pain. Over a million people have tried Relief Factor's Quick Start Kit and 70% of them have gone on to order it again. See how Relief Factor can help you with their three-week Quick Start Kit. It's only $19.95. Comes with Relief Factor's Feel Better or Your Money Back guarantee, so give it a shot. ReliefFactor.com. 
call 1-800-4-RELIEF. It's 1-800-4-RELIEF. Or go to relieffactor.com. When you feel the difference, you know it works. Relieffactor.com. All right. So what is the key? What is the solution uh, to the situation in the Middle East with Israel and and Palestine? And how do you fix it? Stu just made the great point a few minutes ago that uh, it, it seems almost impossible at this point, doesn't it? I mean, it seems really almost impossible. I mean, it's not an exactly... Unless in, we have a miracle. Yeah. It's not exactly an innovative take, I suppose, no, to say we are screwed over there. But yeah. it, you, when you look at the numbers, it's worse than you think it is. 75% supported the October 7th attacks in Palestine. That's and, crazy. Uh, know, That's crazy. That's again, three quarters it, of Palestinians. I shouldn't say in Palestine. I should say the Palestinians. Um, but still, it's a... Mm-hmm. ridiculous ridiculous thing and i you know it's it's unfortunate i mean you would not find 75 mm-hmm. percent of uh, israelis that would support the murder of innocent civilians in their homes and no. live streaming their deaths to their families no. like you, you'd find hopefully zero percent but what you find is that the hatred for the jews starts really early in the Palestinian territories, they have children's shows that teach it. They mm-hmm. their parents teach it. I mean, there was just a an interview with a bunch of Palestinian kids the other day, and they were all talking about hatred hatred for the Jews and how they want to grow up and kill Jews and go to war with Israel and all of these things. I mean, it starts really early. They did don't you, have a chance. Did you play the clip on Pat Gray Unleashed, your program, uh, a few weeks ago, which was a recorded phone call at, of Octo- Oct- at October 7th? Oh, yeah, from the from the terrorist, from yeah. the Palestinian yeah, who, who was killed Israelis. Calling his parents and being like... Yeah, and he was really like, proud. You know, I made the baseball team is what it sounded like. Yeah. But it was instead, I killed yeah. 10 Jews with my own hands. Tell mom, I, I killed them with my own hands. I, I mean, it... It was like he was celebrating some mm-hmm. Little League achievement. And the parents were celebrating with him. Yep. All on board. I, I don't know. I don't know how you overcome that. Uh, unless, except with a miracle. Yeah. Really. I mean, you could do what you can do militarily. You can do what you can mm-hmm. do polit- politics and pressure. And you can make the situation better. And you could protect yourself certainly better than Israel did. I mean, that, there still hasn't come a time where really we've looked at how this could have occurred how they could have missed this with their intelligence i mean it's a huge part of the story that needs to develop over the next few years but uh, you know you can do a lot better to protect your citizens than israel apparently was doing but i don't know how you solve it there's certainly not a a happy two-state solution Mm. that you can see developing out of this and you know honestly it let's be honest about it the two-state solution thing died october 7th it's over yeah, whatever I, efforts to me, I, I think it probably is. Yeah, I, it, and it was over before that, really. Yes, in reality, but this probably put the final nail in the coffin of the two-state solution. And yet, our president Joe Biden cut twelve, talking about it yesterday. Yesterday, I made it clear <laughs> to the Israelis <laughs> that, um, <laughs> to Bibi and his war cabinet. But <laughs> I think the only ultimate answer here. Ultimate answer. Two-state solution. Stop it. Uh, Jeez. we got to get to the point where there is an ability yeah. to be able to even talk <sighs> without worrying about whether or not we're just dealing with, uh, they're dealing with Hamas that's going to engage in the same activities they did. Pause it for a second. You get the impression that eventually his voice will just start. 
gone. Yeah, it just and then stops. until it's just gone, it's just he just so trails bad. off on so every bad. sentence. This is such an embarrassment. You know, uh, you uh, go home. Go, <laughs> go home. home and convalesce go in your to, last in your remaining years. Go home is go one home. piece of advice. Go to a home is the actual piece of advice he needs. Yeah, yes. Go, it's it's yes. look, you had a long run. It you is. Were, you've it been, been in federal in, government since like 1978. 72. 72. 72. Yeah. 51 years. 52 in the years. Senate, right? 50, almost 52. And what was he before the Senate? Was he a congressman before the Senate? I don't remember exactly. It's uh, I don't remember ancient history like that. Yeah. Uh, but Jeez. this is, you know, he's been in the Senate from before when I was born. He's been in the Senate and in the federal government longer than I have been alive. <laughs> and I'm not young. I, I, like, I, I'm not 20. I'm right. 47, I think. <laughs> I have to do uh-huh. the math on that, but I think I'm 47, mm-hmm. 47 years old. He's been there before I was born. Yeah, it's incredible. It's, incre- it's he, incredible. He was, he's been in, he was in the Senate before my parents were married. Yeah. Yeah. My mom, gosh, thinking back to this, because my mom, my, you know, there was a time when people got married pretty young mm-hmm. and this still happens in certain areas of the country, uh, but my mom got married at 17, I think. So I, th- mm. I, if I'm putting the math together right, I think my mom was 15 years old. My mom was 15 years old when Joe Biden got into the Senate. Jeez. That is insanity. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, it really is. It's incredible. And like, yet here there, we there are. There needs to be term limits. Okay. I think that's, that's the ultimate uh, I mean, end yes. point of this discussion is we have to be, I used to always subscribe to the theory that we do have term limits. It's called an election. An election, right? Vote it. But that just hasn't worked out that way. And so let's do term limits. You got term limits for the president. It should yeah. be, you can spend 12 years in in Congress, period. 12 years if you're a senator, so that's two terms. You get six terms if you're a congressman, uh, that's 12 years. Yeah. I and think then you get out. Um, and now, you get out. The only somewhat serious effort at this in the in relatively recent history was done by Jim DeMint, the former uh, uh, South Carolina uh, senator, and he tried uh-huh. to get a constitutional amendment through with this. And I believe, if I remember right, the way he proposed it was up to, I think it was three terms in Congress and two terms in the Senate. So you could get both. Okay. And you'd be there for 18 so, years, which would be a lot. Um, now, of course... After that, you could run for president. Mm. You could be a governor. You could do all sorts of other things. But the maximum, when it comes to the actual federal government, three terms in the House, two terms in the Senate. Plenty of time. Plenty of time. Plenty of time. That's 18 years. You should not be there more than 18 years. And that got 26 votes in the Senate, by the way. I just want to make sure people understand that. 26. Yeah, they don't want that. Why would they They want want that? It's their gig. Yeah, they want to be there forever, <clears throat> and it's embarrassing. I mean, we talk about this often on Packer Unleashed. There, there should be term limits, and you should get them out of Washington and make them legislate from their own district. Mm. They, they have to have an office in their district, and they all do anyway. But that's where you have to legislate from, so that you are within reach of your constituents every single day. Mm-hmm. They can come in and talk. Not the, not the K Street lobbyists. They're not the ones who have access to you every day. It's your constituents. That would change everything. You can come into town for the Christmas party. Yeah. One maybe. time one time a year. Maybe. Everything on else your can own be di- done on, on your internet. own dime. To be clear, on your own yeah, dime. Yeah, on your own you dime. You fly in. Yes. Uh, and I assume most of the people on the left would walk in because of global warming. 
Uh, you get into Washington, you have a nice Christmas party. Yeah. Uh, it it yeah. happens at Applebee's. You're nothing big. And I want to know no fancy hotels. You, you, Applebee's okay. got a nice mm-hmm. bar area. Mm-hmm. You go in there, you get. Uh, what I don't about know, TGI Fridays? You, you want to go Fridays? You can do it. Yeah. You, wanna, uh, you know what? You want an mm-hmm. awesome uh, blossom from Chili's? You can get it there. <laughs> okay. A little onion strings thing. That'll yeah. be great. You'll love it. Uh huh. It'll be delicious. And then you get the <laughs> hell out of that city again <laughs> and get right back to your own district. Yep. With your own people. It would fix everything. I really do. I it believe would go that a strongly. long way. Yeah, I, I, it would. Same thing with term limits. I mean, it really term would. Term limits and, and that. Man. That's one of those things that's not particularly. It, first of all, I will say it's overwhelmingly popular. One of the most popular policy proposals. With the American In people? our public discourse. Yes. Just not with the elected officials. The elected officials They'll hate never it, do it. But we're talking about 80 plus percent support from and both sides of the aisle. We need them to do our bidding, not theirs. Yep. We, we need to make that known to them. Look. You, you've got to pass term limits. Yeah. You have to. This is absolutely a piece of what they talked about at our founding when they said, I think it was Franklin who certainly talked about this, but others did as well. That if once the American people found, find out, hey, well, or, you know, we can just, once the politicians find out, oh, well, we can just give stuff and that'll buy us votes and we can stay here forever. And that, that cycle keeps playing out. Once mm-hmm. they figured that out, we're going to have some real problems. And that's where we are. And that's where we are. And this... And term limits is part of that. Like, it's a way to push back against that uh, that very yeah. early worry. I hate that that's necessary, though. It shouldn't It shouldn't be necessary. Yeah. It, when well, somebody's been there too long, vote them out! Right. But we just don't do that. We don't do it, and, and it goes, again, to go to Franklin um, <clears throat> in a republic if you can keep it, right? Yeah. His point right. was, hey, this is a great system if people are engaged and pay attention and are smart yes. and religious and all of these other qualifications, moral, mm-hmm. moral people. Yep. What we found now is, first of all, obviously, we played the TikTok videos for you earlier. There's not a lot of moral people left, but there's certainly not a lot of people in who are also engaged and paying attention. You know, I, I always bring, I always think, go back to a formative part of my childhood, which was watching MTV and hearing every year them going on and saying, rock the vote. And it's like, well, rock the vote is, <laughs> is a stupid idea, right? <laughs> like getting people who otherwise wouldn't have no interest in voting to vote is not an accomplishment. It's something that hurts your society. When you get a bunch of people who spend approximately one minute watching MTV thinking about politics per year and turn that into a vote that cancels out someone who's been thinking about it every day and it's one of the most important things of their lives. But it was perfect for Democrats. It was. Perfect for them. It's their whole governing philosophy. Get yep. a lot of dumb people who yep. don't pay attention to vote for us. Hey, we'll even pick you up in a bus and take you to the poll and then yeah. bring you back and we'll feed you lunch and we'll give you money and whatever well, else. Why? That's the old school. Now let's yeah. just mail the ballots to that's their house, true. even if they don't ask for them. Right. Why, people always talk about the election we'll and all the shenanigans. We'll come pick up your ballot and we'll put it in a drop box. Yeah. How about that one, too? People talk about Bad. all the shenanigans it's going bad. on, but like that is really the key to that election. It's like yeah. one when you have a bunch of people who are sitting at home and would have absolutely no chance that they would take the initiative to vote because they don't care about it they don't think about it for a second but when you get a thing in the ballot in the mail you're just like "Eh, i guess i'll just check this and put it back in the mail right (laughs) like i might as well take that one second it's already here that's not an accomplishment it's not good for society the idea that your voting percentage goes up because you're essentially assaulting people at their homes with ballots is not impressive Last week, we talked about the guy who did the meme about Hillary Clinton that you just text a certain, you, you text Hillary to a number 
right? And that was your vote. <laughs> yes. If you're, again, if you're that stupid, you shouldn't vote. If you're so mm-hmm. stupid, you haven't paid attention to any of the election or anybody's policies or anything about the election. And then MTV just says, hey, rock, rock the, the vote. vote. Rock it. Woo. Hey, that's here's a, bad, a celebrity. You know that musician you that's like? That's a bad thing. He's telling you to do it. You should do it. Very bad thing. You're dumb if you it's do It's killing that. the country. It does. It, it, it's it, killing the country. The point is having an engaged populace. And you can yeah. have an engaged populace with mediocre voter turnout if you have a 47 percent right. voter turnout people are like oh gosh that's terrible not if but everybody if knows what they're doing is actually are people who are thinking about these things and are engaged in our system right there's nothing wrong with that per right. se you'd like that number to be higher if but only if people are engaged raising that number to 70 percent with a bunch of idiots is not solving any problems no it's creating if, them. if you're watching non-stop kardashians and you haven't thought about any of these issues at all, it's okay to not rock any vote. Mm-hmm. Just stay home and <laughs> yeah. watch more Kardashians. That's okay. <laughs> and that includes, like, you may very well be a conservative. I don't know. Uh-huh. There's probably not a lot of conservative Kardashians fans necessarily percentage-wise. But, like, uh-huh. if you, look, if it's not your thing, it's not your thing. Like, if I Let's wouldn't go to, it. I would not go to Glenn Beck and be like, Glenn. How come you haven't voted for the NFL MVP yet? Why aren't you voting? Rock the vote, Glenn. He shouldn't rock the vote. He doesn't know anything about it. Right. Right? He doesn't follow the sport. I mean, he does a little bit more now, I suppose. Lately, he's been talking about it, which makes me uncomfortable. But like... If you, you Don't vote for the defensive rookie of the year if you're Glenn Beck. You don't even know any of the players. (laughs) It doesn't make you less of a person. It's not your interest. That's okay. Yeah. You don't need to be engaged with our voting system if you don't pay attention. Now, that doesn't mean we give up on you and your civic duty, but start paying attention first. I always say this, learn, then vote. The order is important. Wait, you have I'm to, supposed to vote, and then I go learn about no, who I just voted for? No. Is that what you're saying? You learn. I learn. Then, then I vote. I vote. We made t-shirts of oh, this wow. a while ago. Learnthenvote.com. <laughs> so I think it's uh, they're still up there. That's studosmerch.com if you want to go uh, pick one up and wear it to the polls. Because it's important to do it in that order. You can't reverse it. You can't do other things and then vote. Learn, understand what you're doing, then vote. It's like if you're a mechanic, learn how to fix the car, then work at Midas. That's really important in almost all walks of life. Like for these TikTok morons. Yeah learn one thing about the Palestinian-Israeli thing. Yeah. Then do your dumb TikTok learn, video. then post. <laughs> That's, you don't need to post before you learn. Right. No one needs that. Exactly. Learn first, then post, then vote, then protest. You yeah. know, if you're, if you're going to be one of these protesters that goes out in the streets and say, hey, you know how we really love decapitating Jews or whatever they're protesting for these days, <laughs> learn about the conflict a little bit before That'd you be go nice. out there and make an idiot That'd of yourself. That'd be nice. More coming up in one minute. Oh, jeez. All right. Thanksgiving is less than a week away, which means the best GenuCell sale of the year. And just in time for the holidays, the GenuCell most popular package is back for you to look stunning for your Thanksgiving gatherings. With the brand new GenuCell 3 included in your most popular package, you're going to look 10, 15, 20 years younger, guaranteed with the best natural skincare anywhere. And you might say, well, that seems like a big claim. How are they going to live up to that? Well, give it a shot. It's guaranteed. So if you don't like it, return it. Get your money back. 
Um, Sam uh, Sunny from Rockford, Illinois says, I'll give Genucell five stars because the products do exactly what they promise to do. This is one of their thousands of five-star reviews. The Genucell experience is like no other, uh, no other, but don't take my word for it. Try it for yourself. Genucell.com slash Beck. You get an incredible holiday discount, better than 70% off on Genucell's most popular package with the Genucell 3 and the Dark Spot Corrector. Plus, with results for in 12 hours or less, you get the immediate effects going on. That is included free. In, uh, go to genucell.com slash Beck, genucell.com slash Beck. Get a free upgrade to priority shipping at checkout. It's G-E-N-U-C-E-L dot com slash Beck. 10 seconds, station ID. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn, whose uh, voice is still recovering. Hopefully, he'll be back on, on Monday. Uh, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, I'm sure. Uh, we got a little pulled off course there with uh, <laughs> with the aged uh, Joe Biden. But what he, was, what he was saying was that he supports the two-state solution. In the midst of all of this, I can't believe that they're doing this to the Israelis. That in the midst of being attacked and 1,400 people slaughtered, including babies, decapitated babies, women, young women who were raped and paraded through the streets and beaten after they were dead and and then decapitated. Oh, my gosh. I mean, just such horrors that you can't even conceive of it. I don't even like to hear the descriptions because it's so incredibly disturbing. In the midst of all of that, as they're trying to clean out that rat's nest that is the Gaza Strip with Hamas, they're being hammered here. To do the to, to consider the two state solution, and you know, right now that's the last thing on their mind is a two state solution. They don't want any part of a two state solution because neither do the Palestinians, and that's been the problem from the beginning. They sure. don't want it. You know, the word solution is false in that statement. It's not mm-hmm. a two state solution. It's just it, it's something that they just say because it feels better. It seems like it's and look, it could. But have been, you ever heard that from them? I've never heard it from the Palestinians. No, they don't want a two state solution. No, they I've want no Israel. It. Right. And they keep saying it over and over again. Uh, by the way, the other thing they don't seem to want is a ceasefire. Yeah, right. Y- y- it's y- American uh, it- millennials that are screaming for that. Yeah. Wait, can, is anyone bothered to ask Hamas about this? Is, <laughs> yeah, is anyone, right. Hey, hey, Hamas, do you guys want a ceasefire? Because you keep firing rockets. You keep advocating for the murder of Jews. Do you want the firing to cease? We I should, don't think they do. We should, we should play the Israeli skit that they did on... Uh, I, it, it was making fun of the BBC... And uh, it's it's really pretty funny. Maybe we'll get to that in a minute. But yeah, the two-state solution is good for Hamas because that allows them to rearm and uh, and take a breath. And it, it makes the Israelis lose their momentum. It's like in a football game when you've got the momentum. The last thing you want is somebody injured on the field where it takes them 15 minutes to get them off the field or where they're looking at a video for 15 minutes on the side of the field trying to figure out you know what the whether the call was right or wrong and then a lot of times you see them come back and now the team's flat cuz you stopped the momentum mm. I don't want that going on with in this case Israel needs to wipe out Hamas I think that's their goal I don't know that they'll accomplish it cuz the world is completely against them now The world just wants the ceasefire they want them to stop It's also hard to do it is hard but to do. But they should do yeah. make every effort to do it, and at least, Absolutely. at the very least, until the actual, I don't know, American-Israeli-Thai uh, prisoners are released, hostages yes. are released, right. uh, there's, right. and there's no question, there's no ceasefire until that occurs, at the very least.
the Glenn Beck Program. American Financing, NMLS, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. This year is winding down and a new... We should have Jeffy on today. We haven't had Jeffy on in a while. We should get him in here. New year is right around the corner. You need to be asking yourself... What are your financial goals? What is it that you're doing to shore up your financial house? Where are the areas where you're saving money? And more importantly, where are the areas where you're not saving money? If you're like a lot of Americans, the answer to that is debt. And things like high interest credit cards uh, are in the double digits. If you're a homeowner, you need to do something about it. Please give American Financing a call. In 10 minutes, they can do a free financial review that will show you what your options are. People are doing this and saving 700 bucks a month every single month. Imagine what you could do with 700 bucks extra a month. Imagine how much freer you would be about your financial situation. American uh, American Financing is America's home for home loans. And they've been helping people like you get off their financial burdens for, I don't know, for 20 years. Be the next person that they help by calling American Financing at 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440 or AmericanFinancing.net. Glenn Beck, Stuper Gear, Steve Dace, Chad Prather, and me, Pat Gray. Listen to all your favorite conservative voices at blazetv.com, promo code Glenn. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn today on the Glenn Beck program, 888-727-BECK. I mentioned uh, that there is a, uh, there's a parody on the BBC out from uh, an Israeli comedy troupe. And it is, it's it's not, it's almost to the point where it's not satire anymore. That's how bad things have gotten, is that uh, you try to do something funny and absurd, and it turns out that it's almost reality. Uh, but here was their mocking of the way the BBC has handled Hamas since this thing began. Good evening from London. 39 days after Hamas freedom fighters peacefully attacked Israel, we have now an exclusive interview with its leader, Yihye Sinwar. <laughs> yes, uh, good evening, like Rachel. Yeah. Good e- Let me just uh, correct you. There were also freedom rapists and freedom butchers. Of course, of course, I apologize. Mr. Sinwar, I understand that you are now working towards a ceasefire. Yes, uh, Rachel, you know me. Wherever there is fire, I say, let's seize it. <laughs> All we are saying is give ceasefire a chance. The fire must be seized. Yeah, the situation in Gaza is terrible, Rachel. All innocent civilians are running out of town. So we are left without protection. (laughs) With no human shield at all. So unfair. So So unfair. unfair. And our hospitals, Rachel, our our, our schools all run out of rockets. (laughs) How are we supposed to kill Jews like this? I mean, with lectures. Actually, we've tried that one. Didn't work. (laughs) I plead to the world. We need a ceasefire. We are tired. We need a break. Don't forget, we started a day earlier than the Israeli. So <laughs> a day earlier. unfair, so unfair. But I understand the Zionists refused to put down the weapons. Yes, 
Can you imagine? <laughs> can you imagine all we want is a little time to rearm before we continue to kill them and they won't let us? Uh, I'm sorry, Mr. Sinois. I can't hear you. The, all this noise in the background. Yeah, I'm sorry, Rachel. There is a, there is a baby here. <laughs> could you please get him to be quiet? Yeah, I wish I could. He's not mine, and his mother is in Israel. Never mind. <laughs> okay, look, it's really hard to conduct an interview with this noisy kidnapped baby. Is he always like that? Oh, uh, at night, it's even worse, Rachel. Every time we fire a rocket, he wakes up. Oh, no. I didn't have one good night sleep in a month. Wait, uh, are you telling me that there is an Israeli baby that's torturing you by sleep deprivation? <laughs> yes! Occupying your house! I was! So unfair! So, so unfair! And the world does absolutely nothing about it. I really hope you'll get a ceasefire soon. Thank you so much, Mr. Sinwar. No, 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 no. Thank you, yeah, Rachel. Thank you, Rachel. And now, please stay with us for a moment so of history. On this day in 1944, heartless Winston Churchill refused a ceasefire <laughs> and continued the genocidal attack on Nazi Germany. As we well know now, far more German civilians have died in the war which makes them the victims and Britain the war criminal. <laughs> That's that incredibly great? good. That's really good. Yeah. Wow, I feel like a lot of those pieces just, they have good points, but they don't actually hit the mark on the, on the right. comedy. That, right. that was really funny. Good points and good comedy. Well done, well yeah. produced. And it really does SNL make... SNL could learn a lot from that. Yeah, you know, yeah, no kidding. Gosh, and they would never mm. do that piece, no. even though it's blatantly obvious it no. should be done. That standard they outline at the end is is fascinating because it really does seem like that's how people think about it how many people have died in uh total mm -hmm. those people must be the good guys well that's yeah that was the situation yes. with the nazis right like that was they, they lots of nazi citizens died in world war ii yes they did that was uh yeah not the fault of the people uh in the allied powers that was because Adolf Hitler did a lot of really terrible things mm -hmm. and uh, needed to be needed that society to uh, end in its current form. And sort of the justification even back then was, well, look, I mean, yes, civilians are dying, but are they innocent? They put him in power in 1933. I mean, that was kind of the thought process. Yeah. If you're trying to justify it at all. And, you know, I don't know that you can. I mean, they didn't even try to justify things a lot back then. But um, but it was, of course, as everyone with in their right mind would acknowledge the right thing to do. Yes. For America and for the allied powers like you go, you have to destroy a society who's doing something like that. And of course, the scale mm -hmm. is different, obviously. But I mean, the impact on on Israel is massive. When you when you really project that out over the population percentage, it is one of the most devastating attacks we've really witnessed outside of you know genocidal type of you know rwanda type of situations i mean it yeah but it rises well above yeah. the percentage of you know 9-11 or any of the, the the what we've experienced in america it is percentage-wise way beyond yeah 9 what's the equivalent something like fifty thousand dead yeah. in america and that would mean yeah. what uh a hundred thousand injured I mean, can you imagine an attack like that? What would we do i can't i can't imagine what it. would we do if that occurred in the united states i can't even i that's the thing and especially, you know, 
it goes beyond that in a way. The number is a bad number. It really mm-hmm. obviously is. But it goes beyond that. It's Imagine if 50,000 Americans were killed, not by a bomb, but by door-to-door rape and decapitation yeah. and putting oh living human beings in yes. ovens. Can you... Im- I, I mean, think of how this media reacts when one troubled high school student mm. takes his dad's gun and goes and shoots people in a in a uh, school. We yeah. all react with horror appropriately for that. But I mean, the left wants to change all of society because of it every single time it occurs. Mm-hmm. Imagine if 50,000 people were murdered and raped and decapitated on in one day by uh, Mexico coming across the border. Yeah. Imagine what we would do to that country in that scenario. And you're right. The the personal touch of it, that they're right yeah. there physically, you know, doing this by hand. They're not dropping a bomb on you. That shows the extent of the hatred and visceral bloodlust. Yeah, right? that's what that is. Yes. I mean, it is. You know, it's it's like um, a horror movie, right? Like you, you mm-hmm. know, it's terrifier, but in real life. Yeah, uh, and it's it's one of the worst possible things that you can really imagine doing because it takes a person who who is not doing something like you think about the you know the nuclear bombs you know atom bomb going off in you know in Japan mm-hmm. it's like well that was a decision made for strategic reasons and had there was obviously a lot deep conflict within the the government about innocent civilians doing that but they determined cost benefit analysis what could happen down the in the future it was the appropriate thing to do mm-hmm. and i think it was but like that's there would never be a conversation about should we just go in there and rape all these people you know in the, no. in, the in the piece they no. they mentioned freedom rapists you know it's <laughs> there's never a justification freedom for that butchers yeah as well we, so we look back at both. Uh, look back at our our <laughs> previous wars where we've had incidents where terrible things like that have been um per, uh done by individual soldiers or groups of soldiers you know always a very small 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 minority but there have been war crimes committed by americans individually in the past it's never been government policy to go in and rape as many people as you can it's never been government policy to go in and throw people in ovens right it's it was government policy in nazi germany pretty uh it's pretty central to their movement back in the day yeah very but I just can't, I mean, it is, there's a different level of this. And of course, that's why people are so emotional about it and, and partially why we're so interested in stopping it. You can't let a, you can't let a movement like that mm-hmm. grow. Yeah. I mean, you, you, you mentioned um, the extent of, the, of some of the absolute brutality. Do you remember when John Kerry did the Winter Soldier hearing? And I do. Uh, the things that he was saying, accusing U.S. troops of doing, and people went out of their minds over it uh, because they had supposedly uh, acted in a, re- in a fashion reminiscent of Judges Khan. And they, they attached uh, electrical wires to people's genitals, turned up the power turned on Turned up them, the power. Shot cattle and dogs for fun. Foon stocks. <laughs> I, I forget what they did with the foon stocks, but it wasn't There's something good. bad with foon stocks. <laughs> John Kerry. So, yeah. And somehow he owes almost president of the United States. Think 
think of where our country would have been if he actually had won. It would have been an absolute disgrace. And you think that's bad. Think about the guy who almost won in 2000, who oh, then geez. went on to create a network and sell it mm-hmm. to uh, people who were propagating the 9-11 attacks. Incredible. But don't worry. Don't worry about that. Incredible. They had personally raised Here's what they did. Cut off ears. Cut off, right. ears. Cut off heads, heads. Taped wires from portable wires. telephones to human genitals to and turned up the power. Cut off limbs. Limb. Blown up bodies. Mm-hmm. Randomly shot at civilians. Raised villages, villages in a fashion reminiscent of Genghis Khan. Shot cattle and dogs for fun. Poisoned food stocks. Oh, that's what they did. They they, they poisoned food stocks and generally ravaged generally. the countryside of South Vietnam. Okay, so in 1972, that was shocking. That was now that stuff turned out not to be the case from U.S. soldiers. He'd heard that third and fourth hand, and it was from people who weren't even hadn't even been to Vietnam. Right. Which is amazing. Uh, but people went out of their minds with that. And that's one of the things that caused the whole, okay, we got to get out of this. We got to stop this madness. It's not good for us. It's not good for them. It's not good for anybody. But now, it, you know, with the absolute evidence, proof positive that this occurred from Hamas, and they raped and they pillaged and they cut off heads. In a fashion reminiscent of Genghis Khan. Or worse. And uh, people are still supporting the people who did that. I know. It's just, hard to believe. It's also hard to believe that that was 1972. Yeah. Remind you again that that was a young John, John Kerry, Kerry coming back from the military. Also right. when Joe Biden got in the Senate. <laughs> <laughs> More coming up. Uh, John Kerry's like, I can't believe the young people uh, they're allowing in. Uh, Legacy Box wants to uh, take your preservation of family history to the next level. And right now, with their Black Friday early access sale, you can convert each of your tape and film reels to digital for just nine bucks each. Friends and family are going to be gathering for the holidays, and that brings up memories of the past, moments you probably wish you could go back and relive. All those boxes of old Super 8 film or VHS tapes, you know, any slides you might have in the garage, they're going to go away. They're going to fade away. That, That technology was not designed to last forever legacy box can make them last forever they digitize uh, over you know 15 other types of analog media so you can get your favorite memories saved forever time is running out for these old formats and it is running out for the huge black friday early access sale take action today and be the historian your family needs relive the most important memories and take advantage of legacy box best sale of the year visit legacybox.com beck to get early access to their black friday sale and get started digitizing your memories for as low as nine bucks a tape. It's over 60% off right now at legacybox.com slash Beck. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK. The Glenn Beck Program. Pat and Stu for Glenn today. Hopefully he returns on uh, on Monday. Um, did you see that uh, that Biden is going to skate from the from the classified document situation? There's going to be no charges. There. Of course, uh, we all is. saw that coming. Mm-hmm. But now it's official. They're not gonna they're not gonna charge him with any crime whatsoever. Of course, they're still going to go after Donald Trump on those charges. 
Um, Obviously. That's a completely different situation. Right. He's running for the other party right. nomination. He's a Republican. He's a so Republican. You've got to pursue that. He's got to use the Republican rules, which would mean that he should be thrown out immediately. <laughs> that's like, you know, it's like a, apparently George mm. Santos is the biggest focus of our media attention right now. Where Senator Menendez has no focus. Oh, nobody's no one talking about that. And it's one whole state away. My gosh. He's got the, uh, pre- he's got the Senate instead of the, just a random wow. congressman who's been in office for a few months that no one knows right. other than this one scandal. Yeah. Again, like, I literally did not know George Santos's name until the media just started constantly saying it all the time. He's been in office for like a few weeks. And mm-hmm. Menendez has been in multiple scandals and no one seems to care at all. He's just going to stay there. He's going to stay forever. There's not going to be that. There was a few people that came out initially and said, I don't know. I think you should step down. And then everyone forgot about it. <laughs> and now amazing. The governor of the state, his wife is going to be running for Senate. We had the governor, but they're both going to be Murphy's. <laughs> wow. And this is wow. one of the worst governors in America. It, it just highlights again, the difference between the parties and how they're treated mm-hmm. and how justice is not equal here. And it's certainly not blind. Uh, and then, you know, you go back to the Eric Swalwell situation. Yeah. Sleeping with a Chinese spy for two years. Nothing ever happened to him. In fact, he's still indignant about others like the Sanchez thing. And he's a guy who should maybe keep his mouth shut in all of this because, uh, I, I don't know, but that should come up again. I mean, if he's going to start casting aspersions at others, maybe somebody needs to throw that out that, hey, weren't you with a Chinese spy for two years and you're trying to wreck my career? It's the double standard is really amazing. To be fair, if, if my social media feed is any indication, not a day goes by that Eric Swalwell is not reminded that he slept with a Chinese spy. <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> that's good. Uh, every time he says anything, the first comment under it is, didn't you sleep with a Chinese spy? <laughs> It's got nothing. You're like, I believe the appropriations bill is a pro is a is a good effort at. And then the first one, hey, where's Fang Fang? That's <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's literally that, and he farted on TV. It's the only two things people know about him. I forgot about the fart on. He TV. did fart on TV, Pat. He did. Yeah, he did. Which is worse, though? You know, probably the farting on TV, right? Apparently, yeah, I think uh, so. I think because because <laughs> if you fart on TV, even Fang Fang doesn't want to date you. And that's sad. Poor Eric. Ah, poor Eric. Uh, man. All right. 888-900-3393. There's a lot more where this came from. I bet you can't wait. It's coming up. Abortion is a tragic part of our lives as Americans, even after overturning Roe versus Wade. And it continues to rob children of the right to live every day. What's even more devastating is that a number of people who get abortions say they would have chosen life if they'd have more support. And it's the majority of women who go through this. Preborn is stepping in to fill the gap. Women are being told that their babies are just, you know, clumps of cells. And Preborn blows away that myth by providing free ultrasounds and postnatal care to these women. Once once they've introduced their the mother to their child, they're going to be very likely, in fact, more than twice as likely to choose life for that child. They're truly doing the work of God, but they do need your help. Please be part of the ministry that stands in that gap for life. When you support preborn, you not only support women, you also empower them. Your donation of $28 will help a woman make a choice that she won't have to regret for the rest of her life, and it gives her the ultimate blessing, uh, life. I mean, you can save a life. 
Just dial pound two uh, pound two fifty. Say the keyword baby. Pound two fifty. The keyword is baby. Or visit preborn.com slash Glenn. Preborn.com slash Glenn. We have one more hour of the radio program here coming up. Entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Heartwarming, cozying up to the Chinese going on uh, in San Francisco this week. Uh, our president has reestablished that relationship, and it's now so strong. So we'll uh, share some of that with you, and and much, much more uh, coming up in one minute. You know what's missing from your day? It's that big sigh of relief. The one that comes when you look around at the economic turmoil in the United States and abroad. And remember that you've been wise. You've planned ahead. You've worked to secure your own economic future with a hedge against insanity. In America, we're sitting on that little roller coaster car at the top of the hill, kind of inching our way forward, waiting for that big fall. And honestly, you can almost feel it in the air sometimes. How close we are in times of economic uncertainty. Wisdom calls for diversifying and stability as the dollar's power weakens and financial institutions recoil. One company stands firm, company's gold line. After the current, you know, nonsense that we're dealing with, they're offering a beacon of security against the backdrop of an otherwise very dark future. Please do yourself a favor and call Goldline today. Understand what's going on in the world and learn your financial future and how it can be progressed the best way possible. Today's the uh, last day Goldline presents an opportunity unheard of in today's economic climate with every tube of 25 quarter ounce Mayflower rounds with your your purchase. Goldline is going to offer 200 of their Mind Your Business silver bars for free. 200 silver bars for free? Sounds pretty exciting. Call 866-GOLDLINE 866-GOLDLINE or go to goldline.com. It's goldline.com. That's Pat and Stu for Glenn today. Um, it's it's been amazing to watch what happened in San Francisco uh, this week with the big summit of all the uh, leaders around the globe. I think there's 21 countries, right, that gathered. Fascinating, <clears throat> fascinating, really terrific. And of course, they cleaned up San Francisco because of it. Uh, they got the they got the homeless camps completely wiped out, and then <clears throat> I guess had all the. Uh, homeless people gather in, I don't know, some other area out of the way and behind the scenes where, yeah. where President Xi couldn't see him. Because <laughs> that amazing. would be embarrassing. Yeah, it would be embarrassing. Not they're em- not embarrassing. It's not the rest of the time. No. That's San Franciscans fine. love it. They do. They love it. Uh, they feel really secure. Like, say, when you're especially a woman walking to work uh, through those tent cities Early in the morning. Oh, yeah. As we saw one woman show that journey a couple of weeks ago. It was amazing. Uh, and they like they like the fact, I think, that there's human feces. 
uh, in the streets and on the and sidewalks. And urine. Don't just and urine. blow off the urine. True. Yeah, the urine's a big plus. Big plus. And big so, plus. It washes away the feces. Um, <laughs> they've had the ability to do this, and they haven't done it for for Californians. Yeah. You know, it's, it's amazing, Jeez. too. You know, Pat, you were there, I think, for the, for the Super Bowl Super when it was Bowl. in San Francisco. Yeah. And they also didn't do it then. No, they did now, not. It was not as bad as it is today. On an, on an average Still, day. it was bad. It, but it was very bad. We were there, and it was And we saw ugly. the human feces. Smelled the human feces. The, I, in really I nice neighborhoods. The worst smell mm-hmm. I have ever smelled in my entire life was on a walk to the show one day when we were doing uh, uh, we were some sort of meeting or some meeting related to the show. Mm-hmm. And I remember walking there to meet you guys and walking by some encampment, and it was... <sighs> I can still smell it today. It was the worst thing I've ever smelled in my entire life. And this is happening, of course, to people who live in San Francisco every single day. It's been much, much worse. It's, you know, obviously got a lot worse during COVID and has maintained that increase. Yeah. And they're able to clean that up. And it's funny because, Pat, one of their big things was... We can't do it. We would love to do it. We'd love to clean this up. We can't do it because of all the, there, there's been this court case and this court case and this law and this yeah. thing. We can't. We and just, we're powerless. Sudden, but when President Xi's coming China's to town. China's coming to town, so oh, it's all gone. We took care of it. Amazing. Amazing how that happens. <laughs> and I loved, it shows who they care about. I loved uh, the Gavin Newsom press conference <clears throat> where he said, yeah, you know what? A lot of people are saying that we did this because world leaders were coming to town. <clears throat> and it's true. Because it's true. Mm, that was an incredible His exact insight. exact words. I love that because this is the guy they say is the big replacement if Biden yeah. decides to go away. Like, this is the level of skill we're talking about on the Democratic <laughs> side. It's true because it's true. true. And uh-huh. then they ask, they're like, well, hey, you made that really dumb comment the other day. Do you have some other way of saying that? Uh, it's like if people come to your house and you got to clean up the house. <laughs> That was his answer. It's like, well, I, you also keep it clean for the people who live in the house, don't you? Don't you? Or do you, do you cover the inside of your home with feces as well? I doubt it. His Unreal. house is probably pretty nice. But we know that he doesn't live by the rules of everybody else. We saw that during COVID when he was going out to the French laundry oh, yeah. and uh, and everyone else was locked in their homes. He was out eating dinner with all of his friends. Which, by the way, is not a laundromat, uh, the French Laundry. It should be. Um, It's a very nice restaurant that's very expensive. And he, of course, went when he told everybody else they can't. Mm -hmm. Sorry, you can't go out. I I can because I'm important. And I'm going to a really nice place that you can't afford. It was a a birthday. It was just like, like when, look, you can't go to a funeral for your loved one, but... This is guy's a congressman, so everyone yeah. can go, and they can all be inside, sitting next to each other for hours and hours and hours as speeches and singing and everything else is going on. Don't worry mm. about it. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Uh, Amazing. It really is. So Biden, um, there's a little montage of how Biden was talking about China not being our enemies, they're our friends, and he bent over backwards to uh, make it sound ridiculous that people have been saying that China is going to eat our lunch. Anyway, here's that. China is not our enemy. I believe then, and I'm even more convinced now, that a rising China is an incredibly positive development for incredibly not only China, okay. but the United States and the rest of the world. Sure. It is in our self-interest that China continue to prosper. China is a great nation, and we should hope for the continued expansion. We want to see wow. China rise. A rising China mm. can be a significant asset for the region of mm. the world. Huh? China is going to eat our lunch, 
Come on, man. They're not Come bad folks, man. folks. But guess what? What? They're not a they're, they're not they're, they're not, not a competition a, for us. China's not our problem. We can help them with some of their problems. China's not a problem. I idea that China is going to eat our lunch. Stupid, right? It's bizarre. Yeah. So it's bizarre. About, what are we what are we worried about? We talk about China. Yeah. As our competitor. We should be helping. Do you think in retrospect that you were naive about China? No. No. Uh-uh. No. Wow. He wasn't naive. It's really bad. Now, who was it Donald Trump that said China was going to eat our lunch? Who was it that was saying? I'd never heard anybody talking, an official talking about China eating our lunch uh, until um, I was on the phone heard it from this two guy. straight hours with Xi Jinping. Uh-huh. And uh, you all know as well as I do. These folks, uh-huh. uh, and it was a good conversation. I know him well. We spent a lot of time together. A lot of time. The, uh, over the years I was vice president. Yeah. And, uh, and? But, uh, you know, they're going to, we don't get moving, they're going to eat our lunch. Oh. So he's been saying it. He's the one that said it. So his own idea was bizarre. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And ridiculous. <laughs> this guy. Uh, there's a lot to say. That, and that, and then yeah. that sort of stuff yeah. is really going to hurt him in the general election if this election has anything to do with a critique of Biden's presidency. And we know the media is going to do everything they can to avoid that. Mm-hmm. But if people are watching this, that's really, those are really bad clips. And I will say too, it, you know, it's revealing in multiple ways because even the clips from like 2019 in that montage, the energy level is totally right, different. different. I, I mean, that's yes, jarring. That's true. I mean, that's him basically running for president in a lot of those clips. Yeah. And, he seems kind of like how you remember Joe Biden from back in the day, a totally different human being than what we're seeing today. By a lot. By a lot. So can you imagine, this guy gets another four years. That's five years down the road. What is he going to be like then? Oh my God. How is it possible he's even considering this? I mean, I, I don't know if he's backing off uh, the run for president and he's trying to set up the, I don't know, make the fall at the end a little bit softer because the other day he talked about Gavin Newsom taking his job. Did you, did no, you see that No, I didn't clip? see that, no. Oh, uh, yeah, he was talking about how great I mean, Gavin Newsom, Newsom is. Newsom wants the job. There's oh, no doubt about that. Yeah, no question. I mean, it seems like, I, I don't know if this is true, but the, the, the way this seems is it feels like, you know, Newsom wants the job really badly, realizes that Biden is not going to willingly step down anytime soon. Mm-hmm. So he's positioned himself as the alternative and maybe possibly has actually coordinated this with the White House in a way because you listen right. to his comments about Biden recently. They're very complimentary, you know, absurdly complimentary. He's been doing yeah. an incredible job. Like no one believes he's doing an incredible job. Even even the good Dr. Jill doesn't believe that. Let's be honest about <laughs> it. And so he's been aligning himself with Biden and maybe is trying to set himself up for if this does go mm-hmm. awry, if God forbid something happens with his health, or um, more you know likely he, he is uh, his the pressure against him becomes large enough that he does feel the need to step down, or the president uh, maybe his family situation worsens, whatever it is, mm-hmm. Gavin's there to step in. But he's you know gosh, I, I think people get this weird impression of gavin newsom that he's good at what he does he's not oh california yeah is in terrible disaster shape. and he's not good like he's not good mm. he can speak better than joe biden mm. but better than kamala harris but like what standard is that 
he he flubs stuff like this. He's flubbed several of these situations. He totally flubbed that the French laundry situation that yeah. we talked about. Yeah. Um, he was really bad during that. He's obviously had many personal scandals. He was sleeping with his best friend's wife. He's got tons of stuff like that that people barely know. Wow. And the fact that, you know, people find him generally good looking or generally well spoken is <laughs> not a, that's it. That's what he's got. That's the whole that's the whole package with Newsom. And, you know, you see his moves to the center on certain issues lately. It feels like he's running for president. He's running campaign ads in Florida. He's offering to debate Ron DeSantis. Like, there's all these weird things he's doing. And I think that debate is on, isn't it? Supposedly it was on, although I have not heard word one about I it ha- since no. they agreed to it. Right. So, I don't know. Maybe they, maybe somebody's decided to back down from that. I doubt it's DeSantis because he he needs to have a moment like that. He needs yeah, he that, does. like... A, a moment where he takes down Gavin Newsom publicly would be very beneficial toward his Now, campaign. you know the polls. So, is he has he actually fallen behind Nikki Haley in, in some of the polls? So, there's an argument to be made. Like, the Haley campaign would make an argument to you today that they are in second place. And that mm. argument goes something like this. Yeah, the national polls, DeSantis is in second. And yes, most polls show DeSantis in second in Iowa. However... If you kind of play this out, if DeSantis loses in Iowa, he's probably toast. I mean, I would say <laughs> Iowa's a must-win state for Ron DeSantis. And he's behind Trump by what? 30 points there? Something like 30 points. Now, that's yeah. closer than the national polls. And, I, you know, you talk to some experts. And mm. Steve Dace is on this network. He's a, he's, a, I mean, he's a DeSantis supporter, but also a guy who really knows Iowa politics. I mean, like the mm-hmm. individuals on the ground. He's been in this world forever. And he's much more confident than the polls would assert about DeSantis's chance. I, you oh. know, who knows? Um, okay. But uh, so they, you know, he, she, he just got a huge endorsement uh, from the governor, a, a very popular governor among yeah. Republican voters, uh, endorsed Ron DeSantis. So that's a pretty big deal in the state. So he has a chance there, but I think he either needs to win or maybe if he came very close second place, maybe he'd still have a chance. The reason why I'm making this point about uh, DeSantis in the Haley context, though, is that. Haley is currently in second in New Hampshire, and she's much more well-designed for New Hampshire than maybe Ron DeSantis or, you know, someone like Mike Pence was or, you know, Tim Scott was. She's a moderate, right? You ha- mm. The early states mm-hmm. are, you have a religious sort of conservative state when it comes to Iowa. Then you go to a, um, a more moderate state when it comes to New Hampshire, where Haley and Christie are both doing relatively well. What the big hook here, though, is the third state is South Carolina, a state that's more similar to Iowa, but it's Nikki Haley's home state. So if you have a situation mm. where DeSantis does not win Iowa, you could make the argument, and I think Haley's going to try to make this argument, that she is the only one who can challenge Trump in New Hampshire, which there's something to that. And mm. then she's probably also going to be the best chance to unseat Trump in South Carolina. After that, it opens up again. But can DeSantis go through two states if he doesn't win Iowa, can he go through two states where he does not perform as well and still survive long into the primary? There's a big question about that. The other part about this, of course, is in a way you're running two different primaries, right? One primary is we're all trying to win. The normal way a primary is run, right? Like you're yeah. going for the NBA championship. Everyone's trying to win the NBA championship. And then there's this other odd primary going on where everyone realizes the, you know, uh, the Golden State Warriors are the best team. But there's a there's a ten percent chance the Gold State Warriors might get thrown out of the league in in, in January or February, and yeah. so let's all try to become the second best team in the league and be the alternative if Golden State gets thrown out of the league, and that's where a lot of these candidates are. 
it's I think mm. in if in a moment of honesty, it's entirely where Nikki Haley is because Haley does not have the um, the ability, I think, to pull Trump voters. DeSantis does. DeSantis mm-hmm. has a lot of Trump voters who love Trump and yeah. have Trump as their second choice, but like DeSantis better. In addition to that, a lot of those Trump voters who love Trump and have Trump first have DeSantis as their second choice. And Trump, if he decides uh, or if he needs to step down or they decide to throw him in prison or God only knows what they're going to do to the guy, yeah. if he's not there, there's a better argument. But I think Haley would make the argument she's in second place because if DeSantis can't win in Iowa, she's the one better positioned to take out Trump in both New Hampshire and uh, South Carolina. Now, I think the, my mm. view would be DeSantis is still in second place. He's got a much better chance to win in Iowa, which is really important. And also, he's still stronger in the national polls than Haley and has an opportunity to pull from that Trump voting base that Nikki Haley doesn't seem to have. Yeah. Uh, but look, that this race going forward is going to be fascinating. And, and you, you look at a guy like Chris Christie, who probably will make this next debate. You wonder what his argument is for being in this race. The whole point of Christie, at least from his stated you know, uh, launch of his campaign was to be like the tough guy to take on Trump in debates, the debates, you know, where Trump isn't going. So that that rationale has dried up mm-hmm. and he is polling relatively well in New Hampshire, but solely in New Hampshire. He's got, a, you know, I don't know, close to 10 percent of the poll uh, polls in some of these states, which, again, compared to Trump is nothing, but compared to the other candidates is He's showing pretty well. He's ahead of DeSantis in some of the polls in New Hampshire. More on this and much more uh, coming up in one minute. Uh, It's unfortunately the case that the events of 9-11 didn't stop taking lives on 9-12. The generation that's growing up right now knows almost nothing about it. And if if, if that that statement ever didn't make sense to you, the last couple days should have set it in stone when you watch people on TikTok cheer on the words of Osama bin Laden. My goodness. You know... Thank God the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute was formed specifically for this reason. They're helping educate kids from kindergarten through 12th grade. Does this seem important to you today? After what we've seen the last couple of days? Thank God there's somebody doing this. Uh, This is one of the darkest days in our nation's history, and they have nonfiction first-person accounts. They're told through videos and Discovering Heroes book series. These are moving true stories that can help new generations of kids never forget the Institute offers a full curriculum with social studies lessons, activities, and background for teachers, and a speakers bureau for classrooms with access to 9-11 first responders, survivors, and loved ones. They also have a mobile exhibit, a tractor trailer that's an interactive museum with 9-11 artifacts, and uh, all sorts of stuff going on, a scholarship program. It's just, these people are awesome. They do great work for our, our fallen heroes and their families. Uh, never forget, and, if, and again... If you ever needed a reminder uh, that that's important as a concept, this week has really set that, I think, to uh, the foreground. We must educate future generations. Help uh, our uh, our nation honor its vow to never forget. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. It's T, the number 2, T.org for Tunnel to Towers. 10 seconds, Station ID. Uh, Pat and Stuper Glenn today, um, seven two, it's triple eight seven two seven B E C K. if you want to get in touch with us. Uh, you mentioned the debate coming up. Is it uh, th- 
couple of Wednesdays away, December right? 6th. Yeah, yeah, December 6th. So a week from this coming Wednesday? Sounds right? I'm not sure. Uh, Two weeks from this coming? Let's... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, I, I don't know the calendar very well, Pat. But I will say Megan Kelly is one of the moderators. Um, so I'm excited to see that. I think she'll do a good job. You know, someone who kind of knows... Yeah, what you know, conservative leaning voters care about, not like some yeah. random Univision woman no one's ever heard of to ask all the left wing liberal questions about why don't we let everyone just cross the border whenever they want. Yeah, uh, there's no value in that to me. Has Trump uh, two def- weeks by the way from Wednesday definitively said whether or not he's going to be in the debate? I don't I, think I, he's. I don't know uh, that I've heard him make a statement on this debate. I would though. love there's, for him to be in it. He's not going to though. I mean, this the, the strategy has worked. The, the, the risk here was that voters would hold him accountable and say, you're not showing up and it's pissing us off. And that has not and been that's the case. not happening. They don't and it's seem too to bad because I need to know what he feels, what his policy is on current events. I know we already saw him be a president and I liked that, but I, I need to hear about what you're going to do about the current situation in Israel. Uh, what about what about Ukraine? Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot. There's a lot Taiwan. there. Taiwan. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's all kinds of issues that need to be addressed. It would be great if he was there. I don't it think would he, be great. I mean, look, he made a strategic decision. It was a risk at the time. It, I think, has shown to be successful. Yeah. And, and there's no reason to change to it. it. He's up by you know, dozens and dozens of points. Why would you alter it at this point? Just for the people. I guess that's not enough. Just for us. Yeah. It would be great. I mean, look, it would what? be interesting. It would be yes. uh, entertaining. It would be informative. Mm-hmm. It would be more fun. <laughs> uh, but, you know, look, I it's hard to blame him strategically, but I, I, I think for the American people, it would be a good thing. The Glenn Beck Program. You know, you want to give your dog the healthiest, happiest life that they can possibly have. It's your responsibility, really, as a pet owner. Your dog is part of your family and... I know you love your dog, want the best for your dog. So it probably comes as an unpleasant surprise when you find out that most dog food, and especially all that kibble food that we buy, it's sterilized. It's uh, dead food, and it contains little to no nutrition because all of that's been burned right out of it. So that's why you need Rough Greens. Rough Greens is not a dog food. It's a dog food supplement developed by naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black. You just sprinkle this on top. of My, my dog won't, uh, won't eat her food without Rough Greens on top of it. When you just pour the food in the bowl, she's like, okay, where's the rest? And? Uh-huh. <laughs> Get to the real point. Loves the Rough Greens. If it's healthy for your dog, it's probably in Rough Greens. So they're so confident about that. They want to give you a special bag. Go to roughgreens.com slash back or call 833-GLEN33. Check out Studos America and Pat Gray Unleashed every day on YouTube. YouTube.com slash Studos America and slash Pat Gray Unleashed. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn today and we are joined in studio right now for some reason i don't know <laughs> uh by jeff fisher yeah uh jeffy Hello. has come in to per- potentially do a, a fat five for us we're well i don't know about that you don't know about that five. Work that fat long. five wow yeah it's five stories that are they're not <laughs> necessarily fat but the person who delivers them 
No, it's about the show. It's not about the person. No, right. Oh, right. Because right. this show's fast. called Chewing That's the what fat. I meant. It's about the, yes. It's not about the person. <laughs> wow. That about. hurts. I thought there was no fat shaming. No, that, well, not on my show on Packer Unleashed, of course, but this show. Uh, <laughs> Glenn yeah. is oh, very definitely much, fat yeah, shaming on this show. Of yeah, fat shaming. Glenn's Absolutely. very pro fat shaming, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> but he's okay because he fat shames himself from time to time. Yes, so, and uh, not as much as some other people, though. Uh, just yeah, saying, no, it's true. I think <laughs> just saying, it's true. It's a very, it it's a very fair point. Um, yeah. We were just talking, Jeffy, about uh, this approach from uh, Joe Biden and what he can do going forward and we went through this <laughs> I, I gotta give you this this is from jonathan martin he's a very okay. well-sourced reporter from politico and which is not a right-wing publication no, by any stretch. by any means and let me just give you this outline of what how he describes the situation it's incredible because we hear you're talking about our president our president joseph, joseph robin yeah, okay. all right let me be clear we're talking yeah. about I feel like sometimes when you're doing a conservative show with conservative media and a lot of conservative listeners, we all sort of understand like, okay, Joe Biden sucks. He can't do his job. He's got dementia. He's like, a bubbling all, old fool. Right. Something like that. And like uh-huh. our feeling, I think oftentimes would also assume that now, like- I am personally offended by all of that. Oh, you are? I am. Yeah. Thank you. I, I Thank have you. respect for, the, for office. the office. Thank you. You know. I have respect for the Thank office. It's so. not the person in it. <laughs> So I think we all kind of think, okay, we all know that Joe's, you know, and and the left is all in denial on it. Like they all think, oh, this guy, Mm -hmm. he's okay. He's actually doing a great job. Bidenomics is working. All this crap that they say all the time. Right. When in reality. You want to save democracy. Stay with Joe. Yeah, right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. But in reality, behind the scenes, they sound just like us they know all the same things we know how can they, how can they not how could they it's not? right there in front of you mm-hmm. it's blatantly obvious so let me give you this from from uh, jonathan martin he says uh, that the article is about how biden can turn things around before the election mm. he writes for biden to win re-election he must make changes i spoke to dozens of democrats and anti-trump republicans about what the president can do on personnel presentation and strategy to improve his prospects the level of despair was striking. I bet. Since beginning this column a year ago, I've written repeatedly about the chasm between what Democrats say in private versus public yeah. about Biden. And you go back to like the 2016 election. This was happening a lot on the Republican side. Republicans would say positive things about Trump uh, when they're on TV. And then they would run to reporters like Jonathan Martin and say, uh, Trump's the worst. There's no chance of winning. He's the worst guy ever. Right. They would always have kind of speaking out of two sides of their mouths. The Democrats are doing that now. Yeah, well, they've been Biden. leaking, right? That's, I mean, that's, this is their way of saying that Joe has to butch up, right? And, he, and they leak the stories and other people saying, well, maybe it's time for Joe to start thinking about this. Yeah, I think yeah. that's part of it. Now, this is the most extraordinary passage, though, in, in this entire piece. 2024 will be an extraordinary election, and it demands extraordinary measures. That's in part for reasons Biden refuses to accept. His capacity to do the job. That's really something. It's something. Again, this is not a right-wing, you know, crazy conservative person. This is a, you know, it's a politico. He's working at Politico. He's center, for sure. Again, very well-sourced. He says, the oldest president in history, when he first took the oath, Biden will not be able to govern and campaign in the manner of previous no incumbents. Mm-hmm. He simply does not have the capacity to do it. No way. 
Wow. And his staff doesn't Jeez. trust him to even try as they make clear by blocking him from the press. Biden's bid will give new meaning to a Rose Garden campaign, and it requires accommodation that, to that avoidable fact of life. I mean, that... Oh, yeah. That is, of course, obvious to all of us, but also disqualifying. You should not be even able to run for president if you don't have the capacity to do the job. Right. Well, he doesn't have the capacity to do the job, Stu, the way you think it should be done. Okay. Is the problem. Okay. Yes. The way he thinks it should be done is the way it needs to be done. And (laughs) that's what's good for America. How how does he think it should be done? I have no idea. I'm trying to stick up for him, but it's very hard. (laughs) (laughs) It's very difficult. In his cognizant moments, he has to know he yeah. can't do this. He has, has to, to know. Right? And he just and, discounts it. And you know darn well that his do people around Jill, him And do. Jill. Yes. Jill, Absolutely. his wife, should want criminal. the best for him and for America, and it's not good for either. So somebody should be intervening in this And when he talked life. about staff, I mean, who goes? What, what is Kamala go? I know. That's the problem. I think. That's a if big problem. they had, like, let's say they had talked to, I don't know. Again, I'm not as excited about Michelle Obama as a lot of people in the media Shh. are. But, sorry, I don't mean to offend you. <laughs> or to remind her to maybe run. Yeah. But, like, if she were, like, excited about it and about to step in, like, I think they would do something about this because they would find a real prospect. But it will be, it's going to be very hard for them to say no to Kamala. So mm-hmm. they, it's going to be difficult for the Democratic yep. Party to do that. And they know she's sure. terrible. They also, their other choice is Gavin Newsom, who I, we were just talking about this, sucks. Yeah. Uh, Gavin <laughs> Newsom is not a good <laughs> candidate. He almost got recalled in California. You know, I, I hate to give them tips, especially helpful tips, but the only shot they have is Richard Gephardt. <laughs> well, Richard. if only, you know, send out the Richard signal right now, like the bat signal. It just says Richard or well, maybe Dick. Well, they don't have and to. Yeah, they just, just, just put up Dick. I mean, he's right, right there. Gephardt. That's right. He's right there at That's the, all you at have the to gateway do. to the West That's in St. Louis, right? All you have to do. I don't know where he is Yeah, I think now. he's in St. Louis, right? And so, let Richard yeah. come to the rescue. You, now, you've said this for years, and... <laughs> He's never to come happen. to the rescue. <laughs> no, he hasn't. Also, when he ran, he lost uh, every single time. Well, yes, but that was that's a different we, time. before we needed him. It's uh, another era. Yes, we need him now. Give <laughs> heart. I mean, really, there isn't anyone. They don't have anyone who could step in and they would be excited about. They keep talking Michelle. about... Uh, I mean, Michelle would be... Michelle's the only one. But, like, are you with me on this, Jeffy? That She's the only one. If Michelle stepped in... Or, she would immediately lead the race, and she would have she would enter the race with seventy percent approval rating. She would start speaking, sure. and in two months, yeah. that would totally reverse. She would start speaking. She would yeah. start speaking, mm-hmm. and this is why I think the solution with Michelle Obama, if there is one, that's why you think is it's to bring overblown. her in last minute. I yeah. think it, if they brought her, her in, let her go in mm-hmm. September before the election. Yeah, there might be enough of a honeymoon window for her to pull it off. But I don't think she's a good campaigner. I think the more no, she talks, not. the less people like her. Yeah, yeah that, that's, that's true. true. You know, that she, is true. I, I don't mm-hmm. people only see her as this like um, a person who doesn't have a negative influence on their lives because she doesn't have any power. She's just a she's just the first lady. She's just married to the president or With the former darn president. nice arms. Well, the arms are incredible. Oh, incredible arms. I she's mean, incredible. the best arms of all time. Well, I mean, that's because she's secretly a man, right? <laughs> Big Mike. Everybody knows. Is that where we're going with this? That's where we're going. Okay. I thought that's yeah. where you were going. <laughs> no. Are you sure? Her arms are very feminine and delightful in every way. I don't yeah. And she is a, a, a damn handsome woman. I mean, is, let's just be real. I mean, she's, look. Right? Male or female, she's handsome. <laughs> Is this something, by the way, that she could get angry about? 
Because, I mean, I, there's been this you know, the conspiracy thing. theory for a long time that she yeah. was a man. But it's like, <laughs> if at this point in modern society, could a Democrat say, how dare you accuse me of being trans? I mean, I don't think she That's could even say that. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I don't think right. she could. Because why is that an insult? Why is that why an is insult? That, yeah. Why is it a problem? <laughs> it's a positive thing. It's it definitely just not a problem for right. him or her because it's already there. I just don't mm. think this is helpful. Why did we? <laughs> why did helpful. we invite him on? I forget now. I can't. I forget. Did you have something you wanted to bring to the table that I wanted to bring to the table? I mean, you do. Let me let me just remind you. You do a podcast called Chewing the Fat. I assume there's some content on it. No, once in a while. Is there anything that while. you've done, let's say, in the last six months that's been interesting? You could bring that, for example, to the table. Do you have anything like that? Uh, it's a tall oh, order for you. Oh, we, we last six that, months? Oh, yeah. no. We could say, I mean, we can wish Snoop Dogg good luck. Okay. Okay. Because uh, he's announced that he's going to give up uh, his his weed smoking. So oh. he's going to give up smoking. Really? He said he's going to give up mm. smoking and that he wanted to uh, have some privacy uh, after he announced it. We, after having a conversation with family members, he wants to give up smoke. That's a tall order. Do we know why? No, we do not. He just decided huh. that's just what he announced on social God. media. That's big um, news. Now, we right assume, we, we've always assumed yeah. for years that he smokes a lot of pot. Right, I mean, he smokes a lot. <laughs> I, I think <laughs> we can confirm lot. that one, actually. He's got and, it on film many times. I know. I yeah. know. So I mean, now that's not only uh, physical but mental withdrawal. Now that's it's going to take some time. He does need some privacy. Mm, My man's okay. going to be having a tough time of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I will I, say. Now is he going to continue with edibles? Do we know? If I don't it just know. Smoking? It was just the smoking, right? Because that's what Willie Nelson did, right, for a long time. I oh, think really? Willie might be done with it all now, but he he went to edibles for because his lungs couldn't take the smoke anymore. Mm. I mean, I, not that I'm familiar with. Things like that. No, but I, well, you're the picture of health. It's unf- <laughs> you can't compare your health to others because you're just so I don't such like a physical to. specimen. I don't like to. Yeah, you know? Well, it's unfair to others, really. When you get right down to it, it's just unfair to. People. I work hard. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. know, speaking of Snoop, though, his girlfriend Martha Stewart uh, was <laughs> Martha Stewart's. Uh, Oh, Snoop, Snoop, and, Snoop and Martha girlfriend. been together for a while. Yeah. Oh, really? I don't know. I don't know if, don't know if he considers her a while. girlfriend, but you know, maybe you know a little business. Friend, really? Uh-huh. Yeah, business friend for sure. We oh, are breaking okay. news here. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. we're not breaking mm-hmm. news. It's been in the, every tabloid across the across America. Has it really? I didn't realize that. Is that a real thing? It was for a while. Yeah. That they were dating? Oh yeah, that they were taking care of some business. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Get out oh, of here! Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. Is that a real oh, thing? Yeah. What a what an uh, odd are you, couple. Are you going to say be. no to Martha? Yes. Wait, this is way better than the Taylor Swift, Jason, uh, Travis Kelsey way thing. Way better, yeah. <laughs> Snoop Dogg and Martha Stewart. Oh yeah, that was a thing. thing. That was a huh. absolutely not yeah. anymore. They've broken up. As far as I know, it's not. It oh, I hate to hear out. that. I Even know. though I didn't know about the relationship in the first place, I I hate to hear about its demise. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, very sad. That's not good. Mm-hmm. Well, All right. I won't move on. I won't tell you anymore about okay. Martha. She's just given up Thanksgiving cooking. Okay, and I thought Wait Mar- a minute, that she's. What is she I know. Do instead? She just says she's calling off. Some friends got sick. She's calling off the Thanksgiving dinner. You know what I bet she's gathering. doing instead? She's just ordering Kexi cookies. I'll bet that's what. <laughs> I'll bet that's what her wow, deal is. Wow, that was expert, right. expertly done. A promo for his cookie company worked right into the Snoop Dogg story. Hey, whether you're uh, Martha Stewart, you're no longer doing Thanksgiving cooking, or you're just really high, right? You got the munchies. Kexi cookies. Kexi cookies. K e k s i dot com. That's where you get them. Uh, we Amazing. got some specials uh, for uh, Black Friday. Check out the website for that. And uh, and it's, I mean, we have that new Boston cream pie cookie. 
Yeah, that was pretty good. That, oh, so it's, good. It's way more than, don't listen to this fat guy. It is <laughs> you think he'd know phenomenally good. good. Yeah. You'd think. But I he, like it. That's know. okay. It's too bougie for you, is what my guess is. But I uh, will say the... Uh, my, try it. Can I uh, just... We're, this is off topic, but the yeah. Kexi uh, cookies approach for, for mm-hmm. a holiday party? Yeah. Because, I mean... Oh, look, yeah, yeah. This is, this is how I mm-hmm. do it. And I've done this multiple times. Okay. You order, uh, uh, you know, whatever, a bunch of Kexi cookies, get them mm-hmm. delivered to your house, yeah. and then you get a big platter out. You cut them into quarters. That's smart. And then you arrange them on the platter. Right. And then people can come in and like sample all the different ones. Okay. Huge hit at every holiday party. I've awesome. ever tried it. That's a good people, idea. So I would, I would highly recommend keep, that process are you started. Serve the cookies. But people don't. <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> I will say. I cut the cookies in a quarter. <laughs> I will thanks. Say, like the Kexi cookie experience for uh-huh. it, for one single individual is a bit intimidating. It's like when I They're saw. They're big. The, maybe, I saw, maybe for some. Yeah. Not for Jeffy. <laughs> But when I saw the first Kexi cookie, it was like the the opening scene in Star Wars where the Empire <laughs> ship is going by and it just keeps going by really slow. And like, when is this going to end? This is six months of eating they're I'm big. in the middle of. Yeah, they're big. They're yeah, big. They're so quarter of them is great. And you feel like you're not eating mm-hmm. an entire cookie when right, you have four you individual are. pieces yeah. and you get four samples. Right. Which I, yeah. And fantastic. there's almost no calories in them that way. When you eat oh, them really? like that. Yeah. It for some reason it uh, dissolves. Yeah, the, I think it. I think the calories spill out the sides. When you uh, cut it. Okay. Yeah. It's oh, weird. so that's even better than yeah. you think. Right. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. More coming up. In a minute. <laughs> it's amazing. All right, let me tell you about preborn. Uh, we must be the change we want to see in society. Uh, we celebrated when Roe versus Wade was overturned, and rightly so. But the national stain of abortion continues, and we have to keep working to end it by changing the hearts and minds of our brothers and sisters. One great way to do this is by donating to preborn. They're saving lives every day by providing mothers in crisis with free ultrasounds. And that's not all. They offer those mothers maternity clothes, doctor's visits, and they help uh, them for you know like two years after birth. They don't. They always say, "Well, uh, how you got can't be pro life. You got to be pro the whole life." Well, you know, preborn is actually doing something about that, and they do this because of generous people like you who believe in saving lives and give what you have. If you got a dollar, a dollar's great. A twenty-eight dollar donation that's the price of an ultrasound. It could make the difference between the life and the death of a child, and any amount is tax deductible and it goes directly to that work. So. Please give to Preborn. They're a great organization with fantastic people. Get involved today by dialing pound 250 and say the keyword baby, pound 250. The keyword is baby or donate securely online at preborn.com slash Beck, preborn.com slash Beck. It's sponsored by Preborn. The Glenn Beck Program. Pat and Stu for Glenn, 888-727-BECK. Use that number Monday when he's back. Um, <laughs> we got Jeffy in studio as well. Uh, yeah, one more one more uh, from the Fat Five, uh, from Chewing the Fat uh, podcast. Uh, Amazon is going to soon uh, let people order automobiles uh, from their website uh, starting next year. Now, I will say, I don't know how many drones that takes to have that delivered <laughs> to my home. One but, really big one. One really giant drone. But I'm okay with it. Yeah. I'm okay with it. No problem. So they're partnering with Hyundai, and they're gonna be, you're going to be able to buy cars on Amazon. I just I don't wow. understand. Speaking of the drone thing, I don't know how they're going to make that work. 
They're from still a, trying. From a practical standpoint, how does that, how can that work? I, I don't get it. Well, there's still many of it are in trial periods, right? I mean, they're delivering. Some pharmacies are delivering here in the Metroplex as well. They've got uh, some delivery services that they're going through trial. Uh, yeah, but purposes. it's difficult, right? Well, if you follow the Jeff Fisher chewing the fat plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. with drone delivery okay. that every new house or your house could be retrofitted with a drone delivery chute on the <laughs> roof <laughs> and oh, so and who pays package does uh, Jeff Bezos not, pay for my... We're, we're not worried about the money right now. Okay. We're worried right. about we have plenty of money. We're a rich country. <laughs> we're worried about That's the true. drones dropping off the product at your home and just okay. dropping and it. And they never right miss, right? They never right miss and go through the roof. It's a drone delivery yeah. shoot. Yeah. Of you course can't it miss would that. work. Of course. Now, is Bezos a chewing the fat listener? Do we know? <laughs> uh, he should be. I'll okay. tell you that. He should be. Because what a brilliant idea. You don't get that <laughs> just anywhere, No, right? you don't. You don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. Well, Stu and I will be back here actually Monday. Yeah, we will. As I come to think of it. Mm -hmm. Right. Glenn's on vacation is up next week. So we'll be here. We'll see you then. The Glenn Beck Program.